Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes y tienes 19 años o más, 52, 36, 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antinomocósica 20 valente, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar20. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence
Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and hello to all of you when we also have troubled minds. This is the show where we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about, and we do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific. And what are those things, you may ask? You may wonder, what are the things we're not allowed to talk about? Well, of course, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, propaganda, and the 24-hour news cycle. Oops, I messed that up. And the general feeling that we live in the upside down. We are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, Periscope, and YouTube, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM, and we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show at any point tonight, just pick up the phone, let your fingers do the walking. You remember that old commercial? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord at troubledminds.org. I fixed the link, so if you actually go to the website and click it, it uh, will give you a direct invite to the Discord. Uh, after a while, the Discord links expire, so if uh, you guys don't tell me, uh, I don't know. So <laughs> I did fix it, so it is fixed. Uh, I, I've had some people saying, I can't get, get in the Discord. So it is fixed. Troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. It'll give you a direct invite. It'll pop you right in, and uh, you'll get to be in the club with all the cool kids, hang out with all the all the interesting folks that are in there talking about amazing things 24 hours a day. Um, and also, please join the Fringe Discord. It's the same program. It's just a different chat room. Fringe.fm slash chat, and uh, that will give you a direct invite there. I'm watching all of them. I am watching all of it. So if uh, it's, it's this pretty neat technology, right? We always talk about... Uh, uh, about Discord being an amazing technology thing. And it's totally true because, for instance, if you're in Discord typing in the show chat channel, uh, it will give you a uh, an actual like uh, rundown of uh, whoever's on all the other platforms and you're able to chat with them as well. The only one that's not synced into that just yet is, of course, uh, that's... Uh, that's Rockfin. So, uh, but uh, that's okay. That's its own thing right now, and hopefully, we'll get that sorted uh, someday soon as well. So, uh, it, like I said, uh, I always we always joke back when Asher's on the show that we're uh, we're big Discord fans for lots of reasons because it is a chat room. You can just type to people like old school, the old school AOL days. You guys remember that? If you guys are old enough to remember the old school AOL chat rooms, uh, but then there, you can also do voice. You can talk like it's a telephone, and you could also stream video. So, like I said, uh, we talk about it a lot because it's an amazing place to get together and as of right now as of right now as far as we can tell they don't censor it so meaning that uh we're not again we're not like a despicable group of people uh it just ends up that uh, the, the technocrats are really being unfair with uh with the things that they're censoring so uh, there are simple basic conversations you can't even have anymore in some platform some places some platforms but discord is not that place yet so there we go uh there you go james agrees with me it, discord is such a great thing and it is true. It's uh, I think all of the amazing things that Facebook tried to be, well, Discord's pulling it off. So there it is. There it is. What's up, Robert? What's up, Daryl? I see you guys over there on Rockfin. All right. So uh, what we're going to do is we are just uh, we're going to talk about craziness tonight. Absolute nutter butteries, if you know what I mean. And what that means is, uh, yes, the science is at it again, right? We're told to trust the science, right? Trust the science. Well, what about this science in particular? Uh, shout out to our good friend Derek in Massachusetts, the famous or infamous Night Stalker, as it were, for again, sending me this article and... Uh, 
the things he sends, you just can't ignore. Some of this stuff is unbelievable. And uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I see everybody out there in the chat. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for being enthusiastic. Thanks for all the well wishes yesterday. I assure you, it was nothing more than just a little bit of food poisoning. That's all it was. So I just didn't want to be uh, give you that green look uh, mid, mid-show mid uh, yesterday. So I thought it wise to take the night off. So we uh, we took the uh, the opportunity to put a different old uh, Troubled Minds Classic show on the podcast feed. I'm trying to do some every single day, seven days a week. So if you guys have not joined that podcast feed yet, please do. And uh, you'll be surprised. Some of the stuff that goes up there is no longer available anywhere else. So you're going to be able to get some, uh, some actual um, old school Troubled Minds. Not that old, maybe like six months or a year old, but uh, it's definitely good stuff. I'm going back and listening and I'm further impressed with myself, if you know know what I mean? Let me brush brush my shoulder off. I'm just kidding, by the way. Uh, but anyway, okay. So let's uh, let's get to get let's get to the point tonight. Now, like I said, uh, this one was sent to us by our good friend Derek the Night Stalker, and this is from ScienceAlert.com. And you'll never believe this. Like this is one of those ones. Like we always say, truth is stranger than fiction. Am I right? And check this out. This is pretty unbelievable. This is from ScienceAlert.com. Okay, and uh, the headline is this. All right, now now think. Open your mind and think in terms of where this leads. The rabbit holes, right? I always say we try and do this show in a nonlinear fashion, open-ended, and let's hear what you guys have to say, but just think where this leads. The headline is this. Biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. I'll just let that hang in the air for just a moment. Just a moment, right? Biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. What in the world is going on with this, okay? Now, not only that, interestingly, uh, there's a lot here. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot to talk about because we've seen in recent days, we've seen some things with uh, pop culture kind of sort of adopting this hybrid feel. We've got the infamous uh, Alex Jones rant of uh, uh, human pig chimeras happening in China, right, to, uh, to, of course, grow organs in pigs and be able to transplant them into people, right? There's like all kinds of things with hybrids these days. And it's strange that uh, it's, uh, well, here we are. Uh, <laughs> what, what, so apparently there is a thing, right? There is a thing why, why species cannot interbreed with each other, right? There, there's a thing. There's a, an actual DNA secret, they're calling it, all right? Now, to preface this and to just let you know where this comes from, they're talking about mosquitoes in this, okay? So it's not, as far as we know, as far as we know, there's no secret lab funded by, oh, I don't know, a billionaire <laughs> that's actually doing this right now. Wink, wink. Well, unless it's mosquitoes, of course, that's what we're led to believe. But that's, that's the disclaimer. So as far as we're aware, they're just figuring this out in mosquitoes and uh, right, things like this. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> but... If there's something biologically in our DNA that keeps us from interbreeding, well, don't you think that's, I, I don't know, I guess like maybe back up and think of it in terms of, of well, uh, if, if, uh, if we're talking about species and you believe in the evolution and that whole thing, the, the, or, uh, the origin of, of the species, uh, a la 
Charles Darwin, right? Uh, is it Dar- Charles Darwin? I, we'll just say Darwin because I can't remember his first actual name. I think that may be right. But, but, here, but here's, here's the crazy part about that in particular. So if, right, the, the, the theory goes something like this, right? It's uh, the, the, the evolution of a species is because of uh, mutations. And the mutations that come and go and happen are, you know, they, they cause different things in the species as it grows and develops, and they change into particular things. And that's what we're told is how evolution works. Well, don't you think if a species could, you know, cross or interbreed, let's say, don't you think that they would skip all of that? Right? Meaning that uh, you, you wouldn't need to wait on actual, uh, uh, would you call it speciation, on, uh, on actual actual uh, mutations, right, within, within the genome to, to push it, the species, to the next thing, the next great thing, right? So, so wouldn't it be faster, just in terms of like a natural thing, if species could interbreed? Because then you could skip a whole bunch of that, right? You wouldn't need mutations at all. You would just need species to interbreed. And, of course, you would have some weird stuff, and you would probably have some amazing stuff. Anybody ever uh, watch uh, old school uh, or listen, read old school Greek mythology or uh, know anything about the, uh, the, the Egyptian gods of old? Well, yeah, that's right. In, in, in Greek and Roman mythology, they had something known as a centaur, right? What's a centaur? Anybody know? Yeah, that's right. It's a horse body with a human torso. Is what it is. That's what a centaur is. What about? We're, we've got a list here of, of these, some of these old gods we can go go back to. If you go back and look at some of the ancient Egyptians, we've talked about Toth, we've talked about Set, Osiris, Horus, you name them, right? No matter what, all of the Egyptian gods had some sort of alter ego where they said they could appear as human beings, like regular humans, like us. However, they could actually as well. Uh, appear in the anthropomorphic hybrid animal form, meaning that uh, they, you know, for instance, Set would have a dog's head, all right? Uh, Toth would have the ibis head or a baboon, okay? Things like this. Like I said, I got a whole list of stuff like this we can go through tonight because it starts to make you wonder, doesn't it? It's like, okay, so if there is something built in to the human genome, to DNA itself, not just humans, but species the world over that keeps them from crossbreeding, and scientists are homing in on this. Well, what happens when they break down that barrier? That's the question tonight. What happens when they break down that barrier of species interbreeding? And they're able to remove that from a particular genome and allow that species to interbreed freely. Do you think that would be some sort of supercharged Darwinism? Do you think that would be, well... Maybe you return to our roots of the Greek and Roman mythology and the centaur or back to the emerald tablets of Toth, <laughs> back to the old, old days of the Egyptians with, uh, who, what's her name? The cat head. I can't remember the cat head goddess. Uh, the names will come to me. I got lists here. We'll dig into those. But think about it this way, right? Back in the day, there seems to be people that believed this was true. All right, whether they were gods or demigods or this sort of hybridization happening. And so, again, right, is it because they never actually saw the gods and they used a head representation of the, the baboon or what have you, the cat head or the dog head, to maybe represent what these gods of old were all about? Or do you think maybe possibly 
they actually saw, that's it, Sek- Sekhmet, the cathead goddess. That's the one. Thank you. Or is it possible, ancient alien style, that maybe they saw these things? That maybe, did I click the right button? Yeah, oh goodness gracious. That maybe, I thought I'd been talking uh, for a long time with uh, nobody hearing me. <laughs> no, maybe, because I'm, I'm prone to do that, by the way. But maybe, what's going on right now? What's going on right now? So you tell me. Let's just read a little bit of this article as we think about these things. So, so once again, I ask you this. This is the question tonight. What do you think is going on with this? Do you think this is one, one sort of situation where finally we are getting back to our ancient roots, like 10,000 years ago type stuff, where maybe this barrier had been broken? Maybe, I guess you could speak in terms of ritual, maybe the barrier back when when they had these, these gods and goddesses and mixed things like Medusa with the snakes in the head and the, t- the snake tail and all this other stuff. Maybe there was some sort of barrier that was broken down then and through some sort of ritual from now to then, they created a barrier to stop these things from happening. I don't know. Kind of, like I said, it kind of got me thinking about a lot of things just reading this one article. And uh, what do you think? Do you think that uh, it's a return to maybe previously unknown technology? Do you think maybe there's something here that uh, is, is possibly like a scientific knocking on the door to undo a ritual of old? What's going on with this? And uh, should we be concerned? With, of course, we've got Sweet Tooth that hit on Netflix. And it seems to be more and more that uh, what do we call predictive programming is talking about hybrids is talking about maybe getting us ready to accept them into society. And I think that's the weird part here. That's the bizarre part about this. It doesn't just seem to be scientific breakthroughs that, that seemingly happen every week, right? Some sort of new hybrid something or other going on, right? Remember we talked about the little, little uh, brains, the mini brains that grew eyeballs, Right. Things like this, like there's some things going on that uh, really hearken at some maybe some some of the stuff from the old days and also uh, into where we're headed today, which makes me a little bit uneasy Uh, because, of course, right, we've talked about we've talked about this in terms of a lot of things, specifically meaning that uh, let's say, for instance, if we're trying to get us ready for transhumanism, okay. It's it's uh, it's in it's in pop culture. It's in comic books. It's in movies. It's right cyborgs, uh, exoskeletons. People jump in and fight the ro- the swarms and swarming robots in the Matrix. Things like this, right? It's all out there, and so it makes you wonder if uh, we're being prepared in some capacity for that future. So when the first entity that steps out of the transhuman laboratory, as it were. Uh, the it birthed <laughs> comes out of the sea foam like one Aphrodite uh, is actually a a transhuman whatever whatever you want to call it and just like uh, Alex Jones said which is a little bit a little bit frightening when you think of this in terms of human rights all right the reason the reason for that is because. At what point when you start creating hybrids or transhumans or even cyborgs entirely without the, quote, soul, at what point are they no longer human? And at what point is there a robot rights movement? Is there a, a, a hybrid rights movement? Is a, Again, right, this is what Alex Jones said. And uh, I think he's spot on with this. Once they begin mixing and matching these, uh, these actual interbreeding species, then it's no longer animal rights. It's no longer human rights. 
All right. Okay. And that's the thing here. That's exactly what's on my mind with this. And not only that, if you go back again, like I said, is this us rediscovering things from the past? Because again, in some of these cave paintings, some of these uh, cartouches in, uh, in ancient Egypt, they, they're depicting exactly what we're talking about. Hybrid species being able to interbreed possibly and create anthropomorphic hybrid entities. You see what's going on here? See what's going on here? Something weird. So anyway, uh, a new study suggests that satellite DNA, a type of non-coding DNA arranged in long, repetitive, apparently nonsensical strings of genetic material, may be the reason why different species can't successfully breed with each other. Mm, Back to that junk DNA, right? Back to the junk DNA. It's there for a reason, isn't it? As we like to say, the junk DNA. It's there for no reason whatsoever because humans are just a, just a beating their chest and howling at the moon in human hubris, just drenched in it. No, not in this case, right? Because, well, <laughs> uh, junk DNA seems now to be part of the equation of why species cannot interbreed. So this continues. It appears that satellite DNA plays an essential role in keeping all of a cell's individual chromosomes together in a single nucleus through the work of cellular proteins. The papers here, I'll link the paper if you guys are super into the science and want to read the in-depth paper. Uh, This was reported in, let's see, uh, what is it? I think it's uh, uh, academic.oup.com. I've got the paper. I'll link it in just a sec. But So this continues, right? According to biologists Madhav Jaganathan and Yukiko Yamashita, who authored the new study, that important role is managed differently in each species, leading to genetic incompatibility. So now this is the weird part. So each species actually manages this incompatibility with hybridization and mating cross species differently. They're just starting to figure this out. They're just trying to get to the bottom of this. However, like I said, given years, give it 10 years, what do you think is going to happen? You think we'll have centaurs roaming the world once again? <laughs> uh, uh, I laugh, but I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, uh, so how about this? As another part of the question, do you think if a centaur was roaming the world once again, would it be amazing or would it be terrifying? There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's the question tonight. That's one of the questions tonight. And do you think this is a good thing? If we break down the barrier between species interbreeding, like I said, is this a form of maybe supercharged Darwinism where we don't need to wait for mutation to bring about the next evolution of not just one species, but two or three or four? When does it end? When does it end? A centaur, a horse, and a person, yes? What happens if you add, oh, I don't know, a, hmm, what has wings? Hmm, how about a falcon? What happens if you add that, right? Then you get the Pegasus, the, uh, the Pegasus person, <laughs> centaur Pegasus. I don't even know, right? The Greeks weren't even that, that, uh, that strange. And so, well, here we are. <laughs> here we are <laughs> trying to be, uh, trying to figure out what the hell's really going on in this world. We'll read more of this paper as we go, but that's the gist of tonight. Like I said, it, it, it sends my brain in like a dozen different directions. Just reading this, just thinking about this. And again, this is from sciencealert.com. Thank you again to Derek in Massachusetts, the infamous Night Stalker, uh, for sending me this article. Uh, and again, like I always say, if you guys have not joined the Discord, join the Discord, because I do take a lot of the, sh- the articles you share and turn them into shows, put them on the news show. We do a news show on Monday and Friday. Come share. This is, this is why, like I always say, I can't see it all. 
I do my best, but it's impossible. But if we get all of us together and we share information, guess what? Nothing gets by us. Okay. So anyway, let's let's uh, let's wind this down into our break here. But that's the question tonight. That's what's on my mind now. Exactly. Do you think this is a good thing? Meaning uh, the the interbreeding of species. Like I said, can we look at this as some form of supercharged Darwinism that may usher in the next level of humanity? Meaning, well, uh, you know, they talk about it in the Marvel comics quite a bit uh, regarding uh, mutants. All right. Is that what we're talking about here? Is that what we're looking at? Are we going to be able to not only be able to break down the DNA secrets that allow species to interbreed, but then also pick and choose which traits happen in those species. I don't know. Uh, that would be the next step, wouldn't it? 10, 20, 30 years from now, maybe in our lifetime, we get to see a centaur galloping down the street. <laughs> and that's what we're talking about tonight. Like I said, I'm not sure whether to laugh or cry, but if I started crying right now, well, um, probably half of you would just leave. So I won't cry. I'll wait till after to cry. But what's going on with this? That This is the thing that has my mind kind of tie, tied in knots tonight, because uh, uh, the more you think about it, I think the more disturbing this really is, of course, because, well... It seems like the, the ancients knew something about this, whether it was through ritual, science, or some combination. It seems that maybe now Set, the Egyptian god with the dog head, possibly wasn't just a cartoon drawing on the wall. And so that's what's on my mind tonight. And I want to know what you think. Is this a good thing? Is this a bad thing? Is this tampering too much? playing God too much with the speciation of Earth and given 50 or 100 years of tinkering like this, what do you think comes next? That's what's on my mind tonight. Yes, Tommy Boyce is the man, bear, pig, kinda. Looking to hear from you. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Trouble Vines. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More man, bear, pig after the break. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
All right, welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. And we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're talking about hybrids. And an article from Science Alert has come out describing how they're finding the DNA block that keeps species from interbreeding with with one another. So you tell me, is this a good thing? Or is this a very, very bad thing? I like to say humans should not play God. Do you think this actually qualifies? If you're interested in that conversation, you are in the right place. And we're taking your phone calls because I'd love to hear your take on this. I've got some more to go through, of course, through this article and some of this other stuff. Uh, not only did Derek, uh, the Night Stalker, send me this article, he sent me a lot of companion pieces. There's a lot to get to here. So if you guys want to, uh, as always, you guys know the drill. This is an open-ended discussion. We kind of do this in a nonlinear way, meaning we're going to take this wherever you want to take it. If you want to talk about the Anunnaki and the ancient Egyptians and the hybridization there, we can do that. If you want to talk about maybe the implications of the future of uh, something happening with interbreeding species themselves and how that maybe affects human or animal rights or maybe turn it into transhumanism and that conversation we can go there as well we're all over the place because guess what these conversations don't have to be as linear as everybody tries to make them there are many layers to this and what implications do you see on the way so if you want to be part of the show what do you think about this we're taking your phone calls Yes, yes, we're taking. That's the best part of this show, to be perfectly honest, is the phone calls. If you want to be part of the show tonight, give us a call at 702 957 1037. That's 702 957 1037. You can find the Discord link at troubledminds.org and we'll put you on the show. It's as simple as that. Just jump in the caller queue over there on Discord and we'll, uh, we'll put you on. Matter of fact, it looks like we have some folks over there now. So let's go to, uh, let's go to James. James Salcedo from Salcedo Paranormal Podcast. Welcome to the show, my friend. How are you tonight? I am okay, although a little bit, um, a little bit worried about this uh, article and just the the whole topic in general. In a way, is kind of I don't know. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. That that's a that's a hell of a I don't story. Because like when I first saw it too, that's that was my first thought. It kind of gives you like a bellyache, doesn't it? So my bellyache yesterday really had nothing to do with this article. But well, let's just throw it in there and say it did. But uh, but why? So why does it make you uneasy? Let's let's talk about that first because I think there's a lot of things here that are, uh, uh, let's say, a, a gut punch to humanity. Why do you think this is bad? Well, I'm as usual. I'm just looking at this from the spiritual angle, from the like the metaphysical or spiritual angle, and I'm just wondering what kind of energy would would any of these things have that are made or <coughs> excuse me created in labs? You know, what, I don't think they would have. I'm, I'm not, I don't. I can't. I don't know if they would have any kind of spiritual spiritual energy or, or you know. The way that we do when we're like naturally born. I don't know if that's an assumption that I'm making there or not. I don't know, but it's it's just. I also feel like if there is energy and 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 then they, they mix, you know, these two different two or more different species together, what does that do to that energy? I mean, does it does it still work or or not? I'm just I just always think about the whole spiritual angle of everything and. This just doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah, we've talked about that before with hybrids. And uh, is it is it going to be one of those situations where if you're you have to be one third horse 
and live a good life to go to heaven because if you're two-thirds two-thirds horse and and you can't go to heaven now right like those those types of like kind of complications with playing god right and so meaning that uh, there's there's that whole argument that do even animals have a soul which i think many of us that have animals would probably say easy slam dunk yes however some other people probably don't believe that to be the case so what happens when spiritually you start combining species I think that's a fantastic way to start this conversation. Uh, so, so uh, where do you think it leads? I guess is the question here. I think it leads to, I mean, possibly creating new spiritual energies, which I don't know that humans are supposed to be doing that. At, le- <clears throat> at least not while they're alive. You know, if there's some kind of universal force that makes everybody and everything then I would think he, you know, that should be left to to whatever that is, you know, not to um, the people that are here that are not, um, you know, no one is perfect. So those kind of any kind of imperfections that you have in the process, you know, who knows what kind of results that could have for whatever the, you know these beings that end up end up being. Because I mean, I don't doubt that they're there could have been different kinds of hybrids in the past or, you know, it's not that I'm saying that that's not possible because obviously we don't know. I just don't like the idea of, of humans trying to do that. Trying to play God as so, it were. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because it, yeah. it does, it does, it does start to become very sticky. Like I said, even just like on a, like on a basis, like your, your firm, your feet firmly planted in the real world, Again, what happens to animal rights? What happens to human rights? Is there, remember like we said back in the day, you know, suddenly uh, a slave is two-thirds of a person or three-fifths of a person or whatever they said it was, right? These types of things. Right. It's like, this is the type of thing. It's like, okay, well, uh, how do we vote, right? Does a centaur get a vote or do they get half a vote? You see what I'm saying? Just in the real world, starting a conversation like that, it kind of starts to get creepy. And then, of course, yeah. uh, we, we get protected classes. Is it uh, discriminating against a, uh, a transhuman or a, a, a hybrid human? Uh, there's a lot here. Uh, plain Frankenstein says, Lily, a couple good comments. Let me read these to you, see what you think. Uh, Jack says, a platypus has to be a chimera. Uh, and let's see, Dr. Who Dunnett on uh, Discord says, if you mess with human genetics enough, at what point do we lose our soul and sentience and become no longer human? And uh, I guess that's the slippery oh, yeah. slope of the yeah. isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't know. And anything else? So, so you said maybe you don't want to go there with the ancient stuff about maybe the ancient Egyptians were possibly this, and maybe uh, some ritual blocked this from happening uh, the world over, and maybe they're just trying to find this out. Any take on that? It could be. I mean, I also think that. Um we talk about how time is not linear it just seems like that to us so maybe who knows maybe there are some people that at some point in time they end up making all those beings that that we hear from the past you know and and that's what those are again i don't i don't know yeah uh, 100 percent so so if check this out let's uh, let's play ridiculous now and if you wanted to see a species from the past that was some sort of hybrid like we're talking about what would be the one what would be the one where you were like, oh, man, life just got real? <laughs> I want to say, because I love cats, I want to say cats. I don't know why. I just love, I love cats. 
Like some kind of a cat. Yeah. Although, like I said, I'm still not really totally sold on the whole idea to begin with. But yeah, <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> okay. Life gets real when James sees a cat person walking down the street. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah fair enough, my friend. Yeah. Fair enough. Anything else while we got you on the phone? No, just great show, as always. I appreciate it. Everybody follow Salcedo Paranormal. You can find him at... Where do you find it? Uh, Sa- yeah, Salcedo Paranormal at podbean.com. There we go. Easy as that. Uh, yeah. Our good friend James here does uh, paranormal stuff, and uh, he's been on the show several times, and uh, we'll have him back again to talk about paranormal things. But if you can't wait, well, uh, he's, got, uh, he's got lots of episodes over there that you can go listen to right now. Well, after this show's over, clearly, but yeah. very soon, very yes. soon. I-, I appreciate it, James. Yeah. You're the best, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thanks a lot, man. We'll talk to you soon. There we go. Easy as that. If you guys want to be on the show tonight, we're taking your phone calls, and you can reach us at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. We'll put you on the show. Just join the caller queue, just like uh, these nice folks that are there. And we're talking about hybrids tonight. And this bizarre article from Science Alert that says, Biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We said it. We said it. <laughs> and so what in the world is going on? Like I said, I think for me, if we're going to if we're going to break it down to uh, w- the WTF of all things is if I wanted to see anything of some sort of hybrid, I want to see a centaur. I want to see a horse with a human torso, because why not? That was one of my favorites from back in the day. And hell, now they don't even have to have a bow and arrow, right? They could, uh, you could sling like a, an AR-15 over their shoulder, and it would look just as modern as anything. Heck yeah. Uh, we got some more calls to get to. We're going to do that, but uh, that's what we're talking about tonight. What do you think of this? Again, Once again, should humans play God with this sort of thing? And here we are again, funny enough, dealing with what's known as junk DNA. Oh, the junk DNA that we just keep calling it that, but it seems that it's in place to, cu- to keep things like this from happening. The junk DNA seems to be anything but junk, and just because we don't know what it is, well, there's human hubris for you all over again. Here's human hubris. Uh, so we're taking your calls at 702-957-1037. Let's go to Austin. I'm not sure if he's there. Austin, welcome to the show. You're on Trouble Minds. How are you? Excellent. Can you hear me? Loud and clear, sir. Loud and clear. What do you think about this human hybrid stuff, my man? I think it's been going on for a very long time, uh, at least since the 70s, when the Soviets, maybe even before that, but the Soviets have a video that you could probably find on the internet. easily. I don't think it's removed from anything. Like an old documentary, like declassified kind of thing. And it has... Uh, a dog basically completely disassembled and they have it like breathing and they put like citrus by the dog's head and with all its organs attached everywhere like it uh it was basically dead but they just took a bunch of organs and like tried to make it come back to life i think that's kind of uh how they got on track to the hybridization. I think that was the, the start of it. And I think that they were ahead of that even in those times. And if we found out about that publicly, I, I feel like 44 years further ahead the technology was in that time. 
Yeah. So, so you're talking about it back in, it, this was the, it was the sixties, right? Uh, the Russians actually attached two heads to a dog and kept the, the dog head alive for quite some time. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. I thought it was the seventies. but Yeah. In any case, 60s, 70s, and we'll call it close enough for uh, for this kind of conversation. Yeah. But so if this is again, if this has been happening, they're talking about. I mean, let's let's go back to Greek mythology, the, the Cerberus, the three-headed dog of the underworld, right? We're talking in the 60s or 70s. The Russians actually created a two-headed dog and kept it alive for days, if not uh, like short weeks, and uh, that's creepy that's beyond creepy so so you think this has been going on so what about interspecies do you think that's been happening as well in laboratories without them telling us interspecies like crossing a dog with a person or whatever that kind of stuff yes sir yeah i think that's been going on for a while as well i think that's probably so I'm one of those crazy guys that think they have deep underground military bases that they uh, have been doing that for a while. And I think like the the overlords of our planet, I don't know what to call them. I can't remember. Credo, I've been listening to Credo Mufa a lot, and I think that the same beings that messed with him have been messing with us ever since they first messed with us which was a long time ago, like pre-green language, you know, like right when we had the green language thing, when we didn't, we could speak like telepathically, supposedly that's what Credo was saying. And I think he might be right. Uh, I think after how we broke off from that was manipulation from the start, like right there. Yeah, some sort of genetic manipulation. So you're, we're actually even talking about, so before the Green Language, before the Tower of Babel, we're talking like Anunnaki timeframes, like 750 million years ago type thing, right? Like way back. I think that's... A, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, I might have worded it. I okay. might have worded it a little wrong. Uh, what okay. I really meant was when we had that, we weren't really manipulated. Maybe even that, that's a possibility. But what Credo was saying is that we had like we we were at like our fine and abilities, and they deceived us uh, by promising us a better better time with our experience. And they split us into two caves: one with the green light and red light. And the ones that went in the red light became men, and the ones that went in the green light became female. And that's where it started. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So this has been going on for quite some time, and I, and I, like I said, uh, do you think there's any? If we're if we're speaking in those terms, do you think if you go back to like a, I don't know, like a mermaid, or like I said, like a centaur, things like this, or even the ancient Egyptians with like a god on top of a person's head, right, or a, god, a dog head on top of a person, right? Like, is that? Do you think that's part of this same thing? You think it's, uh, or do you think this is completely different? I think both those things. Why not? You know, like, what if there's species out there that are dog-headed, like, people things, and then there's people out there in the incident that were from that? I just can't really tell, because the beings that supposedly manipulated us, uh, that Fredo Mutua was talking about, are, like, they're, they're kind of like us. They have two legs, they have two arms, and 
but they're like reptilian and they can like shape shift and some of them have a third eye that you can actually see like sideways in the center of their forehead the royals have it and so that, that's what i'm saying like where do they come from if they're like so powerful and stuff if if we don't know where they came from then how are we supposed to know where we really came from or how where any of these other things came from like these hybrids it's so hard to say what if just different environments create natural some of them might create natural uh uh differing evolution from other areas in the universe and and then you have here too where we don't know what we're doing we're just forcing it and maybe forcing it is really bad with the hybridization you know thinking we can just uh skip evolution and do experiments on ourselves like that yeah so so again like i said it kind of opens up a few different branches of conversation here and is it is it again is it the next the next uh page in the book of evolution is it be- becoming think about it if it was like uh the way the species evolves naturally is it now becoming an unnatural sort of evolution and uh well again back to humans playing god great stuff austin oh we got yeah. uh, we got a call right behind you so uh so final thought while we got you on here with us tonight uh yes i i think this would probably be better if i said it in the beginning but it just made me click that so when they really started, supposedly from our theory is like 60s or 70s, I think that they have been uh, going down the wrong road with it, for sure. I think I think I was going to say something else, but uh, I'll just leave it out there. Fair enough. Fair enough. Austin in Michigan, I appreciate you being part of the show. Thanks for the call tonight. You're the best, my friend. All right, have a better one. Thanks a lot, man. You too. You too. There you go. We're talking about this this article from Science Alert. That was Austin in Michigan. Thank you for the great calls so far, guys. We have biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. And to be clear, this article is talking about mosquitoes. All right. However, once you can start hybridizing mosquitoes because they're breaking down the DNA secrets that lock interspecies breeding from happening well again what happens 10 20 30 50 years from now like i said do we get to see a centaur walking down the street or a mermaid swimming around in the ocean yeah well yeah well taking your phone calls are talking about this are there spiritual implications are there uh, again like uh, human rights implications are there well uh, maybe some hearkening back to the old days the zacharias sitchin stories and the ancient egyptians and the ancient greek myths is there something to this uh, with of course the medusa the mermaids the uh, anthropomorphic hybrid gods of the egyptians yeah you tell me love to hear from you tonight 702-957-1037 that's 702-957-1037 let's go to daryl in new york welcome to the show well uh, maybe some hearkening back to the old days the zachariah sitchin stories and the ancient egyptians and the ancient greek there we go. Hey, Daryl, uh, do me a favor and just mute mute us up, and we'll uh, we'll put you on the show. Uh, there you go. If you guys want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can join the Discord. That link is now working at troubledminds.org. You click the Discord link. It'll give you a direct invite and put you on the show. Uh, we're talking about hybrids tonight. Biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. What does all that mean? Let's uh, see if we can get Daryl back on. Daryl, you there? Test one, two. Daryl. Hey, Michael. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. How are Hello? you? Cool. How are you doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. Feeling great. Thanks. Thank you for asking. 
what's well, on your mind tonight with this stuff? Well, I was thinking about that. Um, I think it's a bad idea, first of all. I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, talking about spiritually, what happens to the soul? Are you going to get the soul of a human or are you going to get the soul of the of the animal you're crossbreeding or both? Is there a conflict there? Um, but then again, I'm thinking, wouldn't it be great if we could fly? Like if they could put wings on a man or, you know, just pick the, pick the um, you know, the, the benefits rather than the, uh, you know, the, the negatives. I don't know. It would be great if we could fly. I think we would want to fly, if anything. But then I was thinking about this. Um, most times, like, if you breed, like, species, they wind up being sterile, you know? And what if they, like, what if you had, like, what if they were gay, you know? What, what happens if you have, like, a gay crossbreed? They, 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 you might have a lot of sterility. I think they do that on purpose so that they won't breed anymore. You know? Yeah. I don't uh, know. With, with, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure regarding that uh, because I think that probably the study of that is, is limited at this point because it doesn't happen a ton in nature. It does happen yeah. from time to time, but you're right. When, as far as I'm aware, again, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Correct us if we're, we're, in, if we're not, not right on this, but I think you are correct in that once they have some sort of a, you know, was it like the, a donkey and a, wait, a something and a something? A is it horse, and a, horse and a mule? No. A horse. horse and a donkey is a mule, right? Something like right. that. It's, Something like, anyway. So point being is that yeah. So there, there is a higher percentage of actual uh, in infertility infertility going on with that. So so yeah, maybe. But I, I think I think kind of boiling it down to that, I think this stuff would have to happen in a lab anyway. I mean, you're not going to get you know like a cat to mate with, well, I don't know, a oh. hyena. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just not going to go down. I think you have to stay within the species. I don't think that like I don't think they could stretch it that far. Like you know. Basically, you're going to have a bird with a bird, and you're going to have a fish with a fish, and uh, a mammal with a mammal, a liz- you know, a lizard with a lizard, a cold-blooded, you know, creature. But I mean, are you talking like can you cross a man with a snake, for example, you know, snake man, or, or you know, a dogfish, or you know, uh, an elephant bug, you know, like a mosquito <laughs> and an elephant. Exactly. <laughs> Well, we're, we're talking about all of it, Daryl. That's that's right. that's the crazy part here is how much of this sticks and how much of this goes by the wayside. How far can you push this? This is brand new. They're just talking about different species of mosquitoes right now. But but what happens 50 or 100 years from now? Can we cross these uh, the different species to do exactly like you described? I, I don't know. Breed out the negative aspects of them. Like, I don't know what you could do to cockroaches. Just just make sure they breed out of themselves and breed into a sterile race, you know? I wonder if they're doing that with the mosquitoes. I don't think it's a good idea, though. There's always a part of the food chain that they belong to. And once you remove one, it screws up the rest of them, you know? I don't know. that. I never figured the benefit of a mosquito or a cockroach. I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> they, they probably think the same about us. <laughs> or rats, too. Rats. What that's, do you need a rat for? What do rats do? What, who's eating rats? That's a hell I think dinosaurs. <laughs> dinosaurs, maybe. All right, we're out of time, Daryl. We're out of time. Do you want to hang around to the top of the hour here? It's, a, it's about five minutes. Sure. 
Okay, all right. Sure. So I'm going to mute you. Don't go anywhere. I'll leave you right there. You can listen right where you're at. Well, this is a, we're here with Daryl in New York, guys. This is Troubled Minds on Michael Strange. We're talking about biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. What's going on with this? Is this alarming? Is this okay? What sort of thing do you expect to see in 100 years from now? And is this an ancient technology that maybe is just being unlocked again? Again, think back to the... The the uh, the centaur or the mermaid or well, what about the Egyptian gods? The anthropomorphic hybrids? You tell me. Taking your calls. What do you think about this? Seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. That's seven zero two nine five seven one zero three seven. Don't go anywhere. More troubled minds after the break. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> We are talking about alien, the alien abduction phenomenon. The aliens are, are looking through your eyes and they're accessing your optic nerve. I'm doing amazing. Through that optic nerve, they're transferring to your brain. People are Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. Somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. And asking questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome to Trouble Minds Radio. 
your host, Michael Strange, and this is the show where we get together and talk about all the things you're not allowed to talk about, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the upside down. We are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And tonight, we are talking about, yep, that's right, this article from Science Alert. You'll never believe this. Biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. And yes, of course, well, what does that mean? They're talking about mosquitoes in this case, interbreeding mosquitoes. But if they're going to get to the bottom of the secret that keeps species from interbreeding, where does this end? Does it have a link to the past? And if not, what does it mean for the future? That's what's on my mind tonight. And of course, we're taking your phone calls if you want to be part of the show. And yes, we're talking about centaurs. We're talking about uh, all kinds of different hybrid animals. We're talking about mermaids. We're talking about the anthropomorphic hybrid gods of the ancient Egyptians. We're talking about all of that and more. And where do you think this heads? Animal rights, human rights. What is going on with this? What happens when you create a hybrid human something or other? Do you get a soul situation or not a soul? This becomes complicated, extremely complicated, no matter how you look at it. And that's what we're doing tonight. Taking your phone calls at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And I have to read this from Rockfin because this joke is too good to pass up. Ronald says this. If you interbred an elephant and a rhino, you would get an elephino. Well, who am I to argue against that? Because indeed... The L, if I know. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. You were hilarious. All right, we have Daryl waiting patiently on the line. Let's go back to Daryl in New York. Welcome back to the show, Daryl. How are you tonight? Hi there. Yeah, I was thinking about, that's funny. Hell if I know. <laughs> exactly. That's very funny. I love it. I love it. But apparently, I think um, I think that they breed in captivity. I think you have to keep people, like, I don't know if it would ever happen naturally if you could ever breed um, cross intercourse species. But I'm looking at something called a, a, a wolf fin that's a cross between a dolphin and a, and a, oh, a whale. A whale and a dolphin. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, anyway, whatever you do, when, once you start messing around with, with this, it just is all wrong. It's just wrong. Um, you know, they, they you see, like, they call it ligers and a tiger and a lion, you know, um, lions and tigers, they, they've interbred those. I mean, cats are notorious interbreeders, you know, so are dogs. I mean, the, the dog and the hyena and a wolf, that's how we got, I think that's how we got our dogs, you know, that we love. I mean, at first they weren't like purebreds. I'm, I'm not sure, you know, I think that that, that happened by our interference. So we've been successful in interbreeding certain species to, produce something that we would like to domesticate you know yeah but, so, um, yeah so that's the question right it is it is a thing but it's a very very limited thing on what can right so then once yeah. you once you start stepping into like a lion and a wolf right then you have a problem like because genetically it just doesn't match all that junk <laughs> dna says hell no we won't go right we ain't doing that but right. but that's what we're talking about so if they can break down that barrier and those things happen i, I don't think it's naturally i think we're going to be doing this stuff in laboratories but uh you, you start to see 
how terrifying this could become, right? Um, but so, why, why would ahead. they create like a, cent, a centaur or a manator? Like, who would who would think of that to put a, a man on a horse's body? Or apparently, some of them had like ability to fly too. So why would you want a flying horse or like a cyclops? Um, I heard that these things were considered to be monsters. I heard on one of these Egyptian shows that um, they found the, the bones in a tomb that were all like smashed up and otherwise everything else was mummified. The Egyptians are known to mummify even like little um, birds and little um, cats. You know, they, they want to have all these things that they have on this planet or this plane when they're afterlife except for their, these piles of bones that were discovered. And somebody had a theory that those were the bones of the centaurs or the manators or the, the creatures that were, they considered them monsters. And as soon as apparently the, the gods left, you know, and, and left this civilization without the gods, they saw the coast was clear. And as soon as those things died, they crushed their bones up so they would never see them in the afterlife. So, I don't know. I, I, I saw that on an, an episode of uh, whatever, Ancient Aliens, I think. But it was very interesting, no? Yeah, Ancient Aliens. That's, that's part of this, too, right? So the ancient astronaut theory goes something like that, that there were uh, actual hybrid humans back in the day and that that technology has been lost. And that's why we don't see them anymore. However... If that technology is actually coming full circle and we're able to do that now, then all of those things we see, again, the cartouche stuff on the pyramid walls, things like this in tombs in ancient Egypt, maybe maybe like we said with the Greek stuff, like you said, a, a, a Pegasus or a Minotaur or things like this. I agree. Who would want to make that other than let's see if we can make that? You know, and I think that's what, where this becomes uh, a little bit terrifying is, uh, well, let's see if we could put wings on a dolphin. <laughs> so let's see what happens right, now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, is this where we're headed? Yeah. I'd be pissed off if I was like a human and somebody gave me a tail or something. I'm like, what are you doing, man? Come on. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. Leave me alone. Right, right. Like just, just let me be normal. We we have a hard enough time like fitting in as just people amongst other people. Don't please don't exactly. give me wings. <laughs> Let's oh, not do God. that. Oh God, give me a brain. Give me a brain. Yeah, exactly. I guess you could get surgically removed. You know, you could have a lot of. You'd have to go through a lot of surgery and then a lot of therapy. Because why did your parents do that to you? You know. Exactly. Yes, you know. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and that's what we're talking about tonight. I don't know. Uh, so we got Night Stalker behind you. Uh, any, any any final thought here before we uh, move on? Oh, I can't wait to hear Night Stalker's uh, comments, especially if he's got some creations that we haven't thought of yet. Nice. I'm sure he does. The LFI know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, Daryl, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to leave you right here so you don't have to switch back. I'll move you out of the commercial break so you can catch up. I know you got some lag. So I'll just mute cool. you. You stay right here. You get to hear us in real time. And uh, we're going to bring cool. Derek in. Thank you, uh, Daryl in New York. I appreciate the call. Great stuff as always. Thank you. Good night. Thank you. All right, here we go. This is it. This is, this is the call you've all been waiting for. This is Derek in Massachusetts. He's the guy who actually sent me this and actually the show on Monday. He is responsible. If you have any complaints, forward them to Derek in Massachusetts, the Night Stalker. And if you want to know where to find him, click the Discord link at troubledminds.org. <laughs> You'll find him there. Uh, what's up, Derek? Whenever you're ready, my man. So we're talking about uh, hybrids tonight, guys. We're talking about this bizarre article that came out from Science Alert. Biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. And uh, again, Science Alert and 
implications all over the place here, right? All over the place. So let's go to Derek. What's happening, Derek? How are you, my friend? Welcome to the show. Going on, brother. Great stuff. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, thanks to you. Thanks to you. I appreciate you sharing the article. This is this is how we make amazing things, right? We put our heads together and talk about all kinds of weirdness. Uh, so, what do you think about the elephant? Little collaboration, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's a good one. <laughs> um, this is a weird one. Like the uh, honestly, the uh, Sweet Tooth show really kind of got me on the hybrid uh, like track lately. So, um, that's not me. All right. Um, the I'm gonna kind of rattle through some of these uh, articles I sent you if uh, if you don't mind. Sure, you know of course. Get to uh, of course. some of these stories. Yeah, do it. So, kind of the thing that like set me off was when uh, you talked about it on your new show. But um, USA Today uh, published like a hybrid baby born or whatever. Like the story, the uh, links aren't in front of me. So if you have them, you can you can read them or whatever. I got but it. But they just posted they just posted it like the, the ad for the Netflix uh, show Sweet Tooth, which was published on the front of USA Today like with very hard to tell it was an ad like it seemed like it was a real news story on the front page but with this baby hybrid human animal hybrid and i, I mean that's some like zeitgeist ritual stuff if you ask me you know agreed i've got the article up so as you talk about these i'll just spin through these articles because i've already got them ready yeah but yeah so this is this is pretty sick like i said uh, the predictive programming getting us ready for the future like what's really going on here is the question go right ahead sir yeah so then uh it seems like they're kind of like getting us ready for it. You know, it seems like this kind of like they're like kind of greasing the pan for the, an actual hybrid invasion to start happening somehow. Like, uh, also with this, with this, um, hybrid sweet tooth show or whatever, um, Netflix came out with this reaction video where they had this like animatronic baby, like half bird, half human baby that like from a distance looks pretty real. And the video makes it seem like the reactions are genuine. Um, but they're all like extremely positive. Like they're all freaked out at first. Like, Whoa, Whoa, what's that? Like, it's just a baby with wings coming out of the, like within a beak, like coming out of this stroller and people are, like freaking out. And, uh, it's, it was pretty, if, if it is completely real, like on the level, then like it was weird. And, uh, the, the reactions from like other babies, how it like, there was no freak out factor. It was like, Oh wow. What's that? Like, get me closer to that thing. It really kind of like got your mind racing, you know? weird and then uh netflix also i swear i'm not gonna this is not a netflix ad but um <laughs> you're good we also had a show like like a month later which i didn't watch but it was like this dating show where people dressed up as like monsters or beasts or like half animal hybrid things like things with like horns and like pig snouts and stuff like i don't really know the whole premise but it's kind of just more of this getting acquainted with like the kind of interspecies erotica idea you know um to quote jane's um, uh to quote uh clerks too you know and um then uh there's another link about furry craze popping up at this like high school or something um and it's just all these things combined with the actual like fact that they're trying to do this in the lab and then another uh article you have is that uh this actually came up in the senate like a week before the show premiered, a week before that newspaper ad, if you have the link, like that's a wild one to me. Sure, dude. And, it, and it did not pass; like it failed. Yeah, yeah. May twenty seventh, twenty twenty one. Senate kills GOP legislation to prohibit certain animal, human animal chimeras. <laughs> it did not pass. Yeah, they shot it down, so it's still legal to do. That is wild to me. Like, I don't know. What do you think? 
pretty yeah, crazy. Well, and that's, I think that's the thing, right? And you, you got to really dig into what this legislation says. And that's part of it, right? They, 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 it gets a headline. It goes away real fast. And this is why you, you don't trust the media. This is absolutely why yeah. you don't trust the media because you don't know what actually this is. They used it to smear the GOP, right? But, right? Or no, are yeah. they, they pumping them up? I don't know. First. I, I don't yeah. even care because, again, it's, it's political smear. But what yeah, was exactly. actually in the document? I want to read what's in that document. I'm going to see if I can dig that up at some point because right like so if if certain animal human chimeras are not allowed which ones are that's what i want to know yeah (laughs) i know i know and it's like is it just rules like regulating what kind of experimentation you can do is it like you can't steal people like snatch people up and like is this where all these hundreds of thousands of missing people are going to some lab some my lab situation where they're like getting hybrid like uh, hybridized or whatever um it's 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 dark i can't think of the show but like saying that reminds me of something where somebody um gets like kidnapped and gets like put put in all these cages and they realize they're doing like they see people with like crab claws and like weird like hybrid experiment trying to like mix dna together and like mix make different like animal parts together to create like super soldiers or any any kind of weird sinister reason a mad scientist could use to to justify these things you know yeah. Stark. Good, good friend <laughs> Ash, the reptilian from Mars, said, finally, we can have interspecies warrior babies. Hybrids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they do. What's up, Ash? Yeah, yeah crazy, crazy, right? Yeah. The, and then the you bring in the robot world. stuff and you get these things with laser vision and, and metal <laughs> metal wings and stuff instead. Like, a, right. Crazy. The digi dog with, uh, yeah, exactly, with yeah. organic wings or something. Yeah. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. So uh, I know you got more, but I, I got some questions to ask you as well. But uh, continue. As uh, yeah. I know you got a ton here. Um, well, just to, to be like, uh, why is this happening? Like, why, why are they doing it? One theory that I like, like the synchronistic kind of ritually idea is that the elites are trying to, um, recreate the conditions, like the pre-flood conditions, like, um, whoever made the comment about the, in the days of Noah, whatever, like that's kind of what they're trying to do is cre- create the time when like these like Nephilim hybrids and all these things were running in, like running the earth in order to, potentially create a new cataclysm because the point of the point of the flood was to wipe away all these hybrids so there's one theory that the elites believe that they'll be saved when this happens so that they're they they want it to happen they're trying to bring bring up bring bring on this cataclysm another one i heard is that the old ones have a taste for hybrids and they'd rather the population be half animals than just a bunch of humans you know which is another cool one yeah scary but cool yeah, I, I like that idea too. So, so the the idea of the flood also fits in with the Anunnaki story and Zacharias Sitchin describing exactly that, where the, the the flood possibly was Nibiru swooping by or things like this. I don't know the exact details because that story goes back, like I said, probably a million years. But uh, yeah. if if that flood did wipe out, you know, the giants they say from the Bible, possibly things like this, yeah. then well, what are we doing now? Are we trying to put it all back together. I think that's exactly. a, that's another good way to look at this crazy, at the, crazy at stuff. The, at the same time, uh, I'll find a link after I get off the phone. But there was like a big art installation, like a worldwide thing, where these uh, giant uh, blank statues like went up that were giants, like thirty feet high or however high they were. But they were like empty vessels, like faceless giants that you can kind of like project whatever image you want onto it. Mm-hmm. And it was like it was the week of this. Uh, Sweet tooth thing and all these all these hybrid things coming out in the zeitgeist. So there's one article about like giants and hybrids, like end times are coming up again. And I'll, I'll, I'll try to find the link, but it's pretty interesting. Like in the, like 
20 major cities all over the world these giant weird creepy art installations with these giant with these giants you know trying to recreate the conditions to to bring about the flood that's weird way to think about i'd rather not have yeah. that let's let's skip the flood yeah. thanks <laughs> no, yeah, no thank you exactly <laughs> uh so you got more i know you got more you sent me a whole bunch here man um i don't have them in front of me so okay uh, what do you what do you got oh Any? good so okay so then do you think that that it is some sort of a like you described like maybe a ritual to bring back the conditions of the flood do you think yeah. this is maybe uh, like like they've described in the, the Anunnaki story and hybridization in the ancient astronaut theory, that whole thing? Do you think that this is an old technology that's now just been forgotten and is now being unlocked again, meaning that all that stuff like the centaur and all that stuff I was describing and that the, the anthropomorphic hybrids of the Egyptian gods actually were real? Or do you think that that's just, again, a, a drawing on a, on a wall somewhere? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. So it's, it's a lot of different things you can like different ways you can take it. Um, I think Rohan's behind me, so I, I, he'll probably talk about the idea of like he's talked about it before inhabiting these animals and getting these like powers from animals. So potentially some of these ancient portray- like portrayals are trying to depict that. Like maybe some of these gods were like channeling some kind of uh, animal power or something, and that was portrayed in the in the art. But also like it could be the idea that we are going through natural cycles, like yugas or like the sine wave of the aeons or whatever, this rise and fall, and that things kind of kind of cycle through so that perhaps there's just, when we get to a certain point, hybrids just start getting created. Like in the show, Sweet Tooth, like they make, they make it seem like it's also accompanied by a virus. Like I don't know if anybody's seen this show, but the whole, like the tagline of, for the show is we don't, we don't know what came first, the, uh, the hybrids or the virus. And like, that's the whole show. They go, they go hand in hand. And, uh, which is pretty creepy. So the idea that like these plagues and hybrids and like advanced technology that's potentially destroy the like, world, is that something that happens like every 10,000 years or something? Is it just a natural cycle that civilization takes uh, rather than like some sinister agenda by the elites to bring on the apocalypse? I don't know. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You but, know, it's uh, interesting too yeah. about, about sweet tooth and that Netflix show and, and the virus is they were murdering these hybrids, right? Because they didn't want exactly, the virus yeah. to spread. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Mrs. Strange. Watch I mean, that. I don't want to give a spoiler. Like, this is a, a <laughs> tune out for, for 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 ten seconds if, you, if you're going to watch the show. But the way they cure it is by draining draining the adrenal gland of these hybrid babies. Oh snap! Like, that's that's the, <laughs> that's that's the crazy. So I don't know. I mean, but then and then like just to touch on the. Uh, kind of synchronistic we were talking about uh, last night in the uh, outside our minds thing the idea of the uh, potentially there's like a bunch of different um genetic manipulations that aliens did like during the day like during in the past like the anunnaki could have been like a, a relatively recent one and there could have been every few thousand years a few million years different interventions like the first humanoid is a theory uh, gordon white talks about it the uh, pig chimp hybrid that they fused like the first like human being proto-human was they took a primate and like a regular monkey a chimp with a pig and that's and that's what created proto-human and then there was a there's countless other genetic manipulations along the way to give us different intelligence and those different bump ups in our consciousness and all that kind of stuff but the uh, only really evidence he gives that i remember at least is the fact that humans are the only primates that don't have uh, a bone in our penis and that was like, I've heard, it was like seven years ago that I heard this, but it always uh, made me wonder. And then, to, then is that why some cultures don't uh, eat pig? It's because it's too close to um, 
human meat, you know, like Ooh. it's too close of a relative to us, you know, Ooh. it's weird. It makes you, it makes you wonder like how many times did aliens or whoever interfere with, with us, you know, like, I don't know. Was, was this missing link something more recent and like, or different aliens coming in? Like, I don't know. Are we just some big soup, some big cosmic soup that's been tampered with by different races throughout, throughout the eons? Uh, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't run out of time, so it's I'll cool. let you go. I, I know the answer. You know what the answer to that is? What? The Elephino. The Elephino. Yeah, the Elephino. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Derek, you're the best. Uh, the Night Stalker guys, uh, check them out. Come come join the uh, the Discord. You can say hi to Derek. He's an amazing dude. Clearly, you can see, uh, again, thank you, Derek, for sending me all the great information you sent. This show and Mondays dedicated to our good friend, the Night Stalker. Thank you so much for <laughs> sharing the Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks. Have a great night. There you go. You guys want to be on the show? We're still taking your phone calls. That's Derek. That was uh, Daryl here in the chat. We're talking about all kinds of stuff. I've got an article here real quick, like Derek was describing because I'm prepared. Uh, how genetically similar are we to other life forms? That's right. 98.8% genetically similar to humans are chimps. Yep. 90% similar are cats. 60% similar DNA-wise are fruit flies to humans. I've got a whole article here. You know where to find it. Just scroll down to the bottom of the YouTube and you'll see all the articles I brought out in the description box because that's what we do. Uh, even, you know, uh, even if you think it's all a bunch of hogwash, there you go. There's the sources. Go read them. Go check it out. Read them and weep because, of course, as we talked about, and I hate to steal the joke again from Ronald on Discord, uh, the L if I know, the L if I know. <laughs> What's up? Thank you, Robert, uh, for a tip on uh, Rockfin. Appreciate that quite a lot. He's been very enthusiastic about the show. Tipping uh, when he enjoys it quite a lot. I thank you, my friend. Thank you so much. Let's, uh, let's keep on trucking, and uh, you know what the deal is. We're taking your phone calls tonight which means we're talking about hybrids. That's right. We're talking about hybrids. And, of course, this article that came out from Science Alert, sent to us by Derek from Massachusetts, biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. What the hell is this about? Yeah, you already know. It's the LFI know. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. This is Troubled Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More after the break. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, 
Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and we are streaming on Rockfin, DLive, YouTube, and Periscope, and we are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we are discussing hybrids. That's the Netflix show Sweet Tooth. This article right here from Science Alert, biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. Nothing to see here, right? How could this go wrong? That's what we're thinking about. That's what we're talking about. What are the implications? Are there implications for the soul? Implications for the future? Human animal rights? You tell me. Where is this going to lead? And uh, is it, if you think about it hard enough, does this circle back to the past? Maybe the Greek mythology and maybe the Egyptians. It's hard to say, right? Well, as Ronald in the chat said, when you mix an elephant and a rhino, what do you get? The LFI know. I love the joke. I'm going to keep leaning on it. If that's not an amazing dad joke, I don't know what is. All right, so we're taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. We're talking about biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. So let's go to the mighty Rohan. Rohan, welcome to the show. How are you, man? From Rohan from the UK. How you doing? You're all right. You got me. Loud and clear. Hey, okay, my man. Oh. Feeling better. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, 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 good, good, good. I love that. Uh, I just want to start off that point with, uh, yeah, Ronald. <laughs> I told him he should write a set, get Dan Comedy Club, take on Joe Rogan. I, I suggest <laughs> start with Horsey Wormer and go from there. Right? I thought I thought it was a hell of, hell of a hell of a joke. Had had me chuckling. It got a got an actual belly laugh out of me. The Elefino. <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't exactly right. That's really what the show's about. I'm gonna I'm gonna change the name of the show to that with with uh, Ronald's permission. But yeah, so so what do you think about this stuff? Again, right? So many implications here with for the soul, for the future. It does this link to the past? Uh, what do you think about any of this stuff? Well, I think I'd like to rekindle a recent nightmare that you've hopefully forgotten about, and I'm going to bring it back for you. What about the old flying scorpions, or better still, flying thunderbird scorpions? Yeah, with with uh, breathing fire, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, which reminded me, some, my brain works, remember we were talking about uh, astral blades the other day? It was on about the, the crisp blade, okay? Oh, yes. It turns out, forgot all about that right at the bottom of the blade all of them have got it the way they're shaping it means when you right at the bottom there's a, there's a blood groove and to one side so the blood can drip out there's a garuda bird from hinduism and, the, and it like comes out of its mouth and the garuda bird is vishnu's vehicle to fly through the sky and the garuda bird is a hybrid and it's got a, a, a it's the enemy of all snakes and it's got a a, a snake for a tongue so, well, just a little segue, there was synchronicity there but from that one. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's talking about a conversation we had a couple nights ago in the, uh, again, the after party. If you guys aren't uh, uh, aren't in the uh, Discord yet, you're missing a great conversation that happens after the, after the fact. It goes all over the place, wide ranging and includes what we talked about, but it also doesn't include any of that at all. As you see, right, all you have to do is listen to Troubled Minds for like a week or 10 days, a couple of weeks, and you'd be like, damn, we're all over the place here. Well, that's what it's like afterward, too. So we're, we're all over the place, open-minded people, trying to be good to each other and uh, just let our minds wander a little bit, and it's a good thing. Uh, so so with the, the Chris there, uh, uh, explain for the folks that don't know, it's a sword. It's a sword that's uh, kind of in a, in a jagged fashion, uh, not jagged, uh, like a... Like, like a snake would be, right? And the reason you're bringing it up is because they say that when they make them, it's some sort of um, 
like like you have to infuse some sort of maybe soul power or something else from interdimensional power or something into this, right? That's right. Yeah, like the, uh, I think I explained it a bit like how Tori Hanzo, where and, and they will take really take the time and be serious doing incantations. It's made by a shaman called an impu. It's uh, and and these two different types of metals, and so the the idea is to try and attract soul spirit into it. So then it's like a person, and you have to get to know it, and you have to get to familiar with it, and you should be able to use it in the spirit world. And that's what Nightstalker was referring to when he said um, Rohan might mention the fighting styles because you can do trance work with it. So it, it, like I say, it could be representations of like if I do tiger style, they might do me as a tiger man. Do you know what I'm saying? And it turns out there's all kinds of style animals. There's wild boar style. So maybe that would be the minotaur because the way you fight, you stand with a big horse stance and you put your elbows out. They're uh, tusk type things. And you're just over, because you've got a nice wide horse stance, you'd think you'd be able to kick somebody in the groin, but you, it's really difficult because it shuffles forward really quickly, constantly spiking you with elbows. So it's, it keeps knocking you off balance. It's for, it's for bigger people because they can use the weight to overpower you. And there's a scorpion style where you'd be sneaking, you just use your, your go-away finger, your middle finger, and your index finger, and you just keep um, uh, stinging people, like in the, in the clavicle, you know, your collarbone. And then, so it just really hurts, and you can just push people down with your fingers. It's, so you do get these animal styles that represent him. But at the same time, th- if you look at the ancient Sumerian uh, medicine symbol, it looks like a DNA helix, you know, and the cadus, the medical symbol that we use today, you know, two spiraling snakes up a pole. It looks like a DNA helix. Do you know what I'm saying? And we know now you can do this stuff. We've known for a while you can clone things. So if you're doing it now, then you can do it in the past because this notion that everything's been linear and we're the most advanced is, is we know it's nonsense as guys, these, you know, so there has been, and I mentioned the other day as well, uh, Jonathan Gray, 900 examples in a, his book, Dead Man's Secrets, 900 examples of ancient technologies better than ours. So it kind of makes it look like you can do it. Do you know what I mean? So it's probably been done in the past. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, yeah. I dig it. I, so I wonder exactly, is that built into us as part of this? And it's, it's a, a way of us remembering that those fighting styles. Uh, Kung City says, the lessening of years from the human lifespan by the manipulation of DNA seems like another form of population control, no? <laughs> nice, nice call. No. The L if I know. <laughs> the L- <laughs> That's a classic, guys. That's never going to get old, is it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I, I'm, not, I'm not through with it yet. I'm going to wear the hell out of that one. But yeah, yeah. So, okay. So then again, right? Like I asked Derek, do you think it does go back to like an ancient civilization that maybe knew how to do this? And that's where we get the Greek depictions and the Egyptian depictions of some of these hybrids, but way back. Or do you think, again, it's just a, a drawing on a wall? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think it's, yeah, for real. I think because you know, it can, because it can be, if someone can, in there are saying, if, if it can be done, someone will do it kind of thing you know and we might even have a remnant of it that no one's really noticed and i've always wondered about it because uh, there's a record label used to like called a platypus records which do trans but the platypus think about the platypus right the cute little platypus it's like a mini beer with the face of a dog it's the only mammalian that lays eggs right and on the back of its ankles it's got snake fangs yes yes exactly 
exactly and uh, so well, that's, that, what the hell's that <laughs> i don't know don't make me say the joke again i have no idea and that's part of it right i mean people have said that like the an elephant has like what eight brains or something like this and 12 stomachs or i'm i got those numbers wrong but something crazy like that right and so you know they've they've uh, you know if you talk about uh georgio Sukulos and the big hair and ancient aliens he says well is an octopus an alien well of course you know the answer ancient astronaut theorists say yes yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know though. To be to be perfectly honest, I don't know if I'm willing to go there. But I think it's a fascinating conversation, especially when you're talking about hybrids. And you know, we we've talked about Atlantis and you know uh, uh, Lemuria and some of these you know supposed ancient civilizations that were technologically advanced. So it stands to reason if we're we're on the cusp of being able to do this, let's say in the next fifty or hundred years of really creating a mermaid, for instance. Why the hell wouldn't they have been doing it back then? Like you said, it's not about whether you can. It's about if you can, you do it. Very much like uh, Michael Crichton, and I always like to bring up that quote from Jurassic Park. They were too busy, worried about if they could do it. They never stopped to ask the question of whether they should. Yes, that's the thing. And that was, um, I watched this, and the next one brings me up to this. Uh, there's a movie where this, this stuff happens, and it's supposed to be a comedy. And it is, it is a comedy, but it's like, quite uh, horrific at the end and it's about this guy who gets his, his broke and stuff and his, and, his, and his you know girlfriend's a performing artist so they don't got much money and, uh, and he gets this job like a call centre job it's called Sorry to Bother You and he figures out it can, it can get really good at it because he's black guy he, he decides to try and speak like white people to seem less threatening and he starts doing really well making a lot of money so they keep promoting him and he gets in this secret club Right, it's a comedy, but it's really horrific at the end because, like, it turns out this company has got this secret side project, and they want him to go and, and work at this other division. But in order to do it, it's got to. It invites him into his special office, and he feels all special, and they're bigging him up in that. And then it, it gives him a drink, like, oh, do you want some of my special whiskey kind of thing? And it, and then he explains he wants they're going to move into another division, and they're showing this like secret experiment they've got, and they're making hybrid horsemen. And they're saying, oh, the thing is, if you work there, then you've got to become one of those. And he's like, I'm not doing that. And he says, well, you are, because that, we've to put the chemical solution in that whisker. So you're going to turn into one. Do you know what I mean? So he's on a mission to try and stop it and expose it all then and realize he's made a huge mistake. And he, and he finds some of them. He finds some of them locked up. And they're all in, like, pain. They're all, like, on the floor, like, get him, help me. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's supposed to be a comedy. It's like, what, the, what the hell? Is that, well, is that funny? <laughs> it's, I didn't find it funny. I didn't find it funny at all. <laughs> but, hey, man, so there's some sick things that you can call comedy, right? There's a, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. And, and I think, again, right, like there, there's a lot of implications here, not just with the, the scientific aspect of this. Again, what about the soul? Like people have described it, you know, would God accept that soul as a human hybrid, right? Whether it's, you know, uh, you know, we may, we've been making the jokes tonight, you know, I, I'm, I'm half horse, you know, from the waist down or whatever. But like, is what's that do to your soul? You know what I mean? Is it does it taint well, it enough to where, uh, you know? Uh, again, I'm not I'm not a a particularly religious guy, but many people are, and th these things are important. They matter, right? And, and not in like a eugenics <clears throat> way, but in like a hey, uh, well, uh, people are people, and then once you take people and make them not people anymore, they're not people anymore. You know what I mean? Exactly, exactly. I mean, we've already kind of got that with that. Um, if you if you classify, I don't know. To bring this up but the late-term abortion bill that's not a baby then is it do you know what i mean well that's what's the problem with it it's not got human rights anymore do you know what i'm saying i said we've already kind of got that 
Do you know what I mean? But think about this, right? I'll just mention, like, you know, religion and stuff. If you consider that angels are not humans, right, if we would say that was the case, yeah, then, well, what happened when people wanted to have sex with angels at Sodom and Gomorrah? They said, you guys get out of town and we'll take care of those people that want to do that. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, and then fire and brimstone after that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take care of him. Like, you know, not Pulp Fiction style. Take Uma Firmarat. Take care of him. It's it Pulp Fiction style. Bruce Willis sees, you know, Vincent Vega coming out of his bathroom. Take care of him. <laughs> right, you know, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and even worse than that, that's 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 probably just the first step here. That's how that's how terrible that was supposed to be. The pillar of salt, not all things, Adam and Gomorrah. Mm. But yeah. Mm. Yeah. So so I don't know. Like, I think a, a lot of implications here. And I don't know if you got to predict when we can maybe put like a mammal together with another mammal two like completely separate. Let's say like a, I don't know, like a giraffe. I mean, that's too big. Let's say a horse and I don't know, like a what, like a dog, like a horse dog. Right. How long do you think it is before we can create something like that? Yeah, well, I actually I mean, I, I don't want to say 100% believe this, because I think, it, like I say, these things can be done, right? If, you know that the uh, scientists or geneticists have invented um, synthetic DNA, right? Yes, yep. Yeah, so you heard about that. And it's for, for decades in this country. So we got some of these kind of labs, okay, like Peasmore. It's one of the most secure labs in the world, right? secure facilities on the planet. It's in like the top five, like up there with Pine Gap and stuff. And there's been so many rumors coming from that military base about they're making um, programmable life forms, aka like alien type things. Do you know what I'm saying? The security guard that reckons he used to work there and he, he called Barry King that talked about it like in the 90s. Do you know what I'm saying? And yep. there's been a lot of rumors about that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? And you think, what about that? You know, and, and that question you asked, uh, should we do it? Well, if you looked at the Buddhism tradition, rather than it wouldn't, they say like this. They, they said that to be, because if you're not human anymore, if you're hybrid, right? The Buddhism, in Buddhism, it says being human is so precious and so rare to become human is the equivalent of like, what are the chances if you've got to put a football in the ocean, right? And you've got one turtle swimming around the oceans and the chances of becoming human is the chances of the turtle just happens to swim underneath that football and rise up and it happens to be on top of its head. That's a pretty rare thing. How, many, how long do you think that turtle has to swim around the ocean and the ocean currents and the football to come and meet the turtle? That would probably take trillions and trillions, bigger than trillions, Google, Googles, Uber Googles. It probably takes so long. So if you don't become human anymore, you're probably going to have to start off bottoming the chain again, if that were true, with the Buddhism stuff, and be like an animal again and get yourself back up to being human. Do you imagine how long that's going to take going through every animal? Do you know what I'm saying? To become human again. So do you really want to give it up? Do you no, know what I'm saying? Oh, no, hell no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if, if we have to start it all over again, it's like a, it's like a morbid version of like, like man-made version of, uh, What's that called when you come back? Reincarnation. It's, it's, it's like a, right? It's like yeah. that. 
Yeah, uh, I'll keep my lucky it's luck like, then. It's like a bad version, isn't it? It's like a downgrade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. devolution. It's going backwards. Yeah, exactly. I think that, and that's the, the scary part about this. Yeah, all right, uh, Rohan, we're going to move on because we got, I got to get to a few yep. more things just before we finish. You're welcome. Everybody's welcome to call back in the third hour. So uh, hang tight. If you want to jump back in, you're more than welcome to. And I'm going to keep trucking. I just want to get to a few more things real quick and then we'll, we'll finish this up and then get to the third hour of Trouble Minds. Thank you, Rohan in the UK, the mighty Rohan. Always great stuff. I appreciate it, my man. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. There you go. All right. So we got uh, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about, of course, because uh, where we begin is this. Uh, just to recap, biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. All right. So again, uh, th- this article talks specifically about mosquitoes. All right. That's one thing. However, once you start to break down what each species has as a blocker from interbreeding with other species, what happens? What happens as a result of this? And uh, that's where we're looking tonight. And I want to just point this out. I keep bringing it up, and it's because there's some pretty spooky things, right? Twelve incredible Egyptian gods and goddesses with animal heads. And so, again, I hate to be the ancient astronaut theorist, say yes guy, because my hair's not quite that big. However, if you look at this, and you look at some of these, right, Anubis got the dog head, right? You look at the Bastet, that's what I was looking for earlier, has the cat head, right? You look at Horus, has the head of a falcon, right? You look at more, uh, what's, uh, let's see, there's more here, uh, Montu and Khonsu, they both have heads of a falcon as well. Ra has the head of a falcon with a snake uh, hovering over it because, of course, he's the sun god. There's a lot of things going on here, right, with uh, some of this hybridization type stuff. And uh, we got a few minutes left for you if uh, you've got to take on this what do you think what do you think yeah fantastic call rohan thank you very much and uh let's go to who is this who is this uh yes there we go looks like uh, our good friend jr in new mexico am i right welcome to the show my friend hey good evening thanks for taking my call hey pleasure thanks for the donation last night i caught that JR. thank you so much my man jr uh go right ahead what's on your mind tonight oh yes sir so just enjoying the show trying to um listen um but i wanted to share a quick story so sure. i had a buddy of mine um he knows i i like you know stuff stuff like this he had called me the other, the other day to uh, remind me of a story we had heard when we were younger um it was of some friends of ours we were younger and they were already so we were going into high school and they were starting college or had already been in college for a couple of years. So one of the guys uh, was a security guard and the other had been studying at the uh, Institute of Mining over out in Socorro. Their pals, um, apparently they had gone out and taken a, a hike with each other. So this is my cousin's best pal. And I didn't got too, mu- too much detail, but I had gotten interested, you know, years later and kind of done a little investigation myself. But the two of them had gone out um, um, like uh, rock counting. The, uh, um, out in Socorro, there's a peak called Ladron, Ladron Peak. It stands for thief. It means thief in Spanish. So the, thie- the, the, um, the peak, if you were to see it, is a very random, uh, very flat, beautiful desert area, but you see the peak, it, it sticks out. It's just a random, very interesting rock formation. Well, if you study it, you, you find out there are a lot of interesting things, a lot of um, uh, different minerals and things of, of, of that matter. Well, they had taken it upon themselves to go and explore 
the um, guy that had been studying at the mining institute had also had a degree in um, uh, geology. So they had gone out there, long story short, been chased out uh, of the uh, mine. And I've gone and checked this place out. But according to them, they were, they were chased out of this place by a half man, half cow. What? And I was like, what? Like, what? Half <laughs> yeah. man, half cow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what, go into more detail, go into more detail. And like, what, what do you mean? Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a shapeshifter? No, no. This was a, this very matter of fact. They told the story very matter of fact. Um, it was half man, half cow. And I was like, oh, wow, that's, that's interesting. So, I, you know, I, I, um, gone out there several times and the way it's set up is, uh, it's hard to get to the actual peak. I don't know if any of your listeners listeners have gone out to Ladron, but it was um, inhabited for hundreds and hundreds of years. The Apache, the, the Navajo used it, uh, the Apache Navajo, during the Apache Navajo raids, they used it as a um, bunker. It was it had a mystical power to it. There was an impenetrable area to, to the Spanish you know, invaders and um, other people. It had been, for, it had handfuls of stories of, it being used as like a safety deposit box throughout the time, you know, people being chased out. But these guys were very matter of fact about saying, you know, Hey, there was this, you know, well, I'd gone out there and I investigated there are all these different tunnels and everything. It's hard to get to the actual peak. It's like a labyrinth. Um, and once you're there, the beginning of the, 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 the peak, the, the, uh, different holes and everything that are out there. It's, um, it's interesting. There's a lot of different, um, uh, cow, Dif- a lot of different cow. Well, anyways, to get to the point, this guy studied geology. Ended up, he, he had gone to this uh, into the one of the caves, um, and actually he found like a crystal too. And he couldn't find out. He couldn't exactly de- determine like where it was from. Similar, because I was downtown Santa Fe today. They're getting ready to celebrate the celebrate the fiestas uh, for the reconquest. So I was down there and learning, listening to the uh, Loretta Chapel and about the uh, Turkish Mahat, the, the wood, and it was not indigenous to the area. Well, this this uh, crystal they had was not indigenous to the area. He couldn't see that. He couldn't wrap his head around. This isn't from New Mexico. Well, he started having these weird dreams. And I've heard another story kind of similar. Well, this came directly out of his mouth. And having these weird dreams and yada, yada. Well, long story short, he went and tossed the stone back in there. Not thinking, not... Um, thinking much of the uh, hybrid, but apparently as they were going, he's seen it again. Well, he told his cousin about it, and the cousin, this is where it got a little weird, well, the cousin was ex-military, and they were eating at Denny's one night, and one of the ladies was talking, one of the, one of the uh, waitresses was, oh, yeah, um, was it one of the people from the uh, experiments or the uh, uh, Trinity Project? Well, it just so happened that um, there's a biological uh, weapons um, laboratory that was not too far from there where they were doing tests and stuff. And then Socorro here was our first COVID uh, knock, uh, case, which was kind of interesting. But And then 2019 was the anniversary of, in Corona, Corona New Mexico, the 50th anniversary of, of uh, Roswell. the crash landing, right? Roswell, yep. which well, was actually and, Corona. It wasn't then, Roswell. Um, yep. Sorry, I mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Go right ahead. But yeah, um, so he never found out the uh, origin of the crystal. They threw it back. He had, they'd been in the Denny's. 
they were relaying the story back to the uh, waitress. She was like, well, talking about the lab, talking about Trinity Project, oh, it was some probably someone uh, that had a had gotten an effect. They all laughed about it. Well, the uncle that had overheard the conversation missing a couple hooks from the tackle box, okay, um, he decided to take the uh, matters into his own hands. And apparently, this is where the story gets a little weird, but they never saw the hybrid again or anything, but they took two they took two sticks of dynamite out there and apparently threw it into that cave. And the cave, I can go out there and I can take pictures. And it's, um, there's crumbled rock woods. It's a beautiful area. There's a lot of interesting history. It's, it's different. Definitely there has a different feel to it. Hey, but, JR. And I've been out there and I've looked at this. JR. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, hang tight. we got to finish up on the radio here. Uh, I'm going to put you on hold for just a second. We'll get right back to you, okay? Oh, yes, sir. Okay, thank you. Hang on just a moment. All right, so we're, uh, we're a great story here from our buddy JR in New Mexico. We're done. Thanks for listening, guys. From our Trouble Minds to yours, have a great night. Third hour of Trouble Minds coming up. If you're listening on Fringe, stay tuned for Joe Roop, Light in the Void. We got uh, we got Jr. on the phone in the middle of a great story, so I am not going to uh, cut him off here. We're going to just keep on trucking. We're going to go right, kill this music. We'll take a break when he's done. But uh, let's uh, let's go right back to this because great story happening here, and uh, let's go right back to Jr. Sorry about that, Jr. Welcome back to the show. Can Terry continue, my sir? Carry right on. So I had been listening to the show and obviously thinking about that story in, in the back, having it in the back of my mind. And, um, just thinking you know, throughout New Mexico, you have different hotspot or portal or Stargate, whatever you like to call it. And over there, um, there is a, there had been a couple people that had just, you know, that missing four one one style where they had just completely vanished, no trace, nothing, not a, no piece of clothing, no shoe, but just completely vanished. So I'm thinking, there may be a portal if it, if it isn't some type of updated um, experiment, you know, running around throughout the running around the desert, or some type of uh, um, being that's able to hop in and out of portals, similar to our uh, to our big furry, you know, buddy, but. I I I, I believe the story. I was I was out. I've been out there several times to try to to check it out, to just kind of hike and you know enjoy myself, you know. But I I think that area has definitely maybe like a portal or some some type of stargate, um, similar similar to Los Alamos. You know, you've heard all the different stories about the different stargates out there. Well, I've heard several different stories of of. hybrids running around the mountains out there they're, they talk about um like a half man half elk you know r- running around and i i've personally never seen anything like that but you know i, I would uh, have you have you ever seen anything like that yeah Mr. i've never Trish? actually i've never seen anything like that i've heard stories like this though uh you're probably familiar with the phil schneider dulce base which is on the 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 uh the border of new mexico and colorado 
Um, yeah. So they, they're said to be like little people that live up there in the hills and have been, they, they've been telling stories of these, these like, not like little people, like we're talking like two feet tall, like, like gnomes or sprites or goblins or whatever you want to, fairies, I don't even know, right? But, but, but I've heard stories like this where the locals are, have seen these things or like you said, maybe secondhand had a story of people who've seen these things. That's pretty wild, man. Um, and so you can actually go out to this cave. So they put the crystal back in the cave and, and uh, put explosions in there, explosives. Is that right? Did I catch that right? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then so, so it collapsed the cave is what happened? They did collapse the cave. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they'll say I've spent a lot of time, you know, with a lot of the natives throughout New Mexico. I've heard a lot of the different stories. Mexico's Dulce uh, is one of those areas, okay, that you hear just, you see, you have a lot of the UFO sightings out there, of course, all tons of the UFO or um, drones or U, um, UAP type uh, type deal. That, that that's not uh, like um, out of the ordinary. You go there, that's just something you know typical that you see. But you talk to some of the uh, locals, and you start to hear some of the stories. That you know your perspective will definitely change. Um, uh, I mean, that's out out there. I, I know the. Um, I was actually reading that old. Um, what is that? Jack Coots, he wrote a cute, uh, cool little story in there about the uh, Dulce base and how, how, how many different, you know, the different levels and reptilians and different um, experiments that you know, take place. Well, this may have been um, an experiment that, that had, uh, you know, possibly been released, <laughs> escaped. Got, got That's out. never something <laughs> out, out of the, I mean, just like a virus, just like a, a, a pathogen, you know, virus or something like that. It's very easy for something to escape the lab, I think. That's pretty interesting. That's very um, a cool place to take the mind, you know, something something interesting to think about. Exactly, yeah. Uh, so, no, I, I've never heard any secondhand or even seen firsthand anything like that, a hybrid with my own eyes. But again, that's why we talk about this, because you got to think about it in terms of if, right, like we talk about these underground labs and things like this, if, you know, like Jeff Bezos, we just talked about on Monday, like if they're, they're kind of like, wink, wink, give us immortality, right? Like what kind of things are they doing? And not just that, you got to think about like people uh, like, like the Chinese, the CCP that are maybe have been doing this stuff for a very long time. They just don't give a damn about human rights. Uh, well, I mean, you know, you can make the argument that uh, the, the deep underground bases here in the government wouldn't either. And maybe, you know, uh, let's just speculate that maybe we have a lot of missing people and let's just leave it at that. But like, who knows? I think that's the question here is if science is it's finally kind of cracking this code now and it's public, I think I think it uh, stands to reason that maybe we've known how to do this for quite some time. And, uh, yeah, I'm with you, man. This is pretty scary stuff. Um, so you've been out to this cave? Pretty scary. The CCP's actually purchasing uh quite a bit of land out here um in new mexico okay. a lot of, a lot of desert land is being bought up by um by ccp from my understanding um but it's definitely not another room to, to to fathom i think it, those definitely could have been something from portal or escape from lab that story definitely touched me i was, was younger i i i remember listening to it and enough to to go out there and um 
you know, obviously check things out, hike it. I do remember obviously seeing a lot of cows, a lot, an abnormal amount of cows, not a very big ranch out there. Um, so I thought that was, that was kind of interesting. And then, um, a lot of cameras you go out there, it's interesting. So the, there's three different homes, um, and they all have a lot of different camera equipment set up. You can go on from my understanding, it's all BLM, but those three little homes are private, but they allow you access. So you can get to the peak itself to get, to get, to get to the peak. It's like a labyrinth. You have to go through all kinds of different like twists and turns and, um, takes a, takes a long time. So I didn't, I didn't know this, but you can actually cut through the property, but the properties are laced with cameras, which is odd. But I, I went back and I read, so there were, like I said, a bunch of ha- ha- uh, stories about um, treasure and the place being used as safety deposit box. But um, I didn't, I didn't get the vibe that, I don't know, I, I, I get a weird vibe. Maybe some of your listeners have gone out there, or have checked it out, hiked out there. Or maybe we'll, we'll um, ha- have more to relate there's no historical markers from as much history as I was able to research on, check things out. It was, it was a, there's a lot of different stories, a lot of cool stuff. And from what, from everything I looked up that you can't, you can't find anything on, like there's no historical markers or there's not much like, um, of course not a trailhead or anything, but you'd think there would be more, you know, considering there was like one of the first mines in New Mexico, there was the different um, inscriptions. It was, it's similar to the inscription rock, um, north, north, um, towards the, the Gallup reservation. That's where the, um, oh, wow. The, the natives, the Spanish, the, the trappers, anyone who was anyone, uh, throughout the time passing through the old, the old, uh, Camino rail would, would stop in, uh, in the old Santa Fe trail, Pecos trail. They all would all connect right in the, um, area over here. And it housed the only area of water for like hundreds of miles in each direction. So anyone who was anyone passing through at the time would leave their mark. And it was similar, but and you'd think there would be more of a, you know, hey, look, check this place out. So I think they're definitely doing either experiments or there's a portal. But anyways, I, I appreciate you letting me uh, listen. And your show was always such a blast. So I hope I was um, entertaining or, you know. Absolutely, sir. You, you're on, on point to sell. Always a pleasure, JR. Uh, New Mexico was one of those hotspots. So uh, keep your eyes out for us. We'd love to hear stories like this. Thank you for sharing, my friend. Yes, sir. Thank you. Bye. Thanks, thanks a lot. Have a great night. There you go. JR in New Mexico. Uh, and again, thank you again, JR, for the donation. He was listening to the show on Monday or last night, I think, and uh, he said he left a nice donation on uh, on Rockfin for, for Troubled Minds. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, so, so that's the thing, right? This is why we do this live. This is why we've always done this live, because you never know. You never know what people have seen. You never know what secondhand stories, maybe family tales have been passed down. You never know. And look, we're talking about a hybrid man-cow, right? Man-cow, right? Uh, I don't know. That's, that's crazy stuff right there. And so, uh, you know, uh, serious people saw this and told the tale. And I, that's what I'm talking about. Has anybody else ever, ever seen something like this out there? What, what, a, great, what a great story. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. You guys tell me. Uh, New Mexico in particular is very well known as a paranormal hotspot. Again, Dulce Base there is, again, uh, uh, and the Colorado and New Mexico border. Then you also have Corona is where the actual Roswell crash happened, by the way. It wasn't actual Roswell. Uh, that's the town that kind of took a, t- adopted the, the crash. 
but the crash site was actually in Corona. And so New Mexico's got a whole lot of stuff going on with it, right? And so that's what we're doing tonight. We're talking about all that stuff and uh yeah, yeah, good stuff, JR. Thank you for the for the fantastic story. That's amazing. And uh, all right, so here's what we're going to do since uh we we had uh, we kind of had the 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 call Go over the uh, the hour there. We're going to take a quick two-minute break only because I have to take my dog out. She's freaking out here. And uh, so we're going to go play some music. We got Matt calling in right now. So, Matt, hang tight. We're going to be with you in two minutes, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get trucking here with this. And this is the story tonight. What do you guys think about this, this story right here? Biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. And what kind of uh, implications are here and uh, for the future? And do you think it links it links us to the past somehow? So there we go. Going to play just a little bit of music, a quick two-minute break. I'm going to take the dog out, and we're going to keep on trucking. So uh, don't go anywhere. More Troubled Minds and the call from Matt in California in just one moment. All right. All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. Thanks for being patient with us. Let's get to Matt. Matt in California. Let's do it. All right. This is uh, Michael Strange, uh, Troubled Minds, and we're talking about this hybridization stuff again. Uh, the biologist just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. What are the implications? Let's go to Matt in California. Thanks for being patient with me, my friend. Welcome to the show. How are you tonight? Hey, Mike. How's it going? I muted myself. Fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to tell uh, I'll tell you why. I'm glad, you're feeling be- I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, go right ahead, sir. What are your theories here? Uh, I'm going to be short because uh, this topic, these topics, when they're messing with the DNA, I don't, I don't like these kind of scary because it's, you know, uncharted territory and going to go off the Jurassic Park um, stuff. You know, there's, there's, literally movies showing us why this is a bad idea. <laughs> but in, in that movie, they said the quote is like, uh, the scientists are so busy trying to see if they could do it that they never thought they should do it. And so I believe the thing I think is, you know, in this article, they're talking about uh, scientists are discover what makes it so animals don't interbreed and they're taking that away. And I believe, you know, the creator, I call it the creator, you know, put in whatever, believe whatever you want to believe. Like he put that there for a reason. Exactly. Does that make sense? Well, exactly. That's why there's no centaurs walking down the street right now. Am I right? <laughs> That's why it's not happening. <laughs> yeah. So that, you know, whatever is in the DNA that makes species not want to interbreed was put there for a reason to keep all the species, you know, together. And so when we start playing God like this, I don't like I don't like the, I don't like this kind of stuff. Yeah, it starts to get creepy, right? The more you think about it, I saw uh, saw some yeah. chat there uh, talking about uh, about the implications of the soul and uh, uh, some some language that stated abomination. Uh, you want to elaborate on that? Uh, well, I think when I I call these um, when we did the show about like human pig chimeras and stuff, or the people trying to make hybrids, uh, it's like I call it abomination. Um, because like an abomination is something that should not be on this earth. That's like, I guess the definition I put it to, it's something that should not exist. So you start taking away an animal's will to want to, to not mate with a, like, you know, a fish and a horse or whatever. What is that going to do? 
it would create whatever it'd be an abomination. Exactly. Exactly. And, because and I think too, I think too, is like keeping the species, like the breeds like clean. So like, what if a species like does that over, you know, over and over. And then like all of a sudden, like with the mosquitoes, like what if they breed all, you know, hybrid breed all the mosquitoes. And then all of a sudden there's no such thing as a real mosquito anymore. They're all hybrids. Monsters. You know, that would count. That would, <laughs> yeah, that would counterbalance like the whole entire you know circle of life because every animal, every species has a place. And so if we start taking, like say that if they were, you know, breeding them out of existence, like hybrid, you know, bringing them out of existence, that could be a catastrophe too. Agreed, hundred percent. Once you start, uh, Mao's China did that, right? They had uh, they had the birds that were uh, eating their their grain, and so they put bounties on these birds, and we're like, no, no, hold on, you're not going to eat our grain. So everybody killed. I think it was a, I want to say starling. I don't think that's right, but it was a, some some bird native to China that was eating the hell out of their grain, their rice actually, their rice crops, and so they killed all the birds. They put bounties on them, and they were just shooting them out of the sky with slingshots and rocks and everything else. And then guess what happened? Guess what happened? So instead of the birds eating their grain, well, there were no longer birds to eat the insects. And so they lost 30% more than what the birds were eating because there was no birds to keep the insect populations in check. And just like you said, uh, <laughs> you, you mess with Mother Nature, man, yeah. and uh, it has a way of coming back to bite you in the ass, doesn't it? Yeah, that's the same thing with, like, overfishing. Yeah. Like, you can overfish, uh, you know, a population of fish, and it will mess up the whole ecosystem. Yep. Just that one. But uh, mos- mosquitoes are, you know, people, we hate mosquitoes, right? Because we don't, you know, you think of them, they're a pest. But it's like, yeah, exactly. The birds, will eat, the birds eat mosquitoes. So if mosquitoes go out of, you know, go extinct, it goes, it'll just be like a chain reaction all the way down. Exactly. Don't, don't mess with Mother <laughs> Nature because Mother Nature has a way of getting back at you. That's for sure. 100%. Um, anything that's, else, my friend? We'll yeah, that's where, I want, that's where I want to go with that. Okay. And it's true. It's completely true. There are examples. And so stupidly, we just continue to, to meddle with things. And uh, one, one, like one wrong twist of like a, a weird DNA thing, right? One, one wrong CRISPR twist. And here we go. We're going to turn it, turn us into who knows what. And I think that's the, that's the frightening part here. Kind of a plain God, you end up with, um, well, a mess. And I hope, I hope we don't get there. Um, uh, any take on the, uh, the, the hybrids of the old days, the Egyptians and the rest of that, that fascinates the hell out of me that if we're kind of recoming back into that technology, did it exist before? Um, yeah, I, with the, the Egyptian gods, like I'm still kind of confused about a lot of it because, um, how it works, but it's, uh, like the creation stories of the Egyptian gods, um, gets kind of weird. Um, I'm off the air, right? Okay. <laughs> uh, it's like <laughs> the, so the one of the first gods was Ra, and he was like he's bored. He's by himself, like floating in the cosmos. And then like, okay, it's gonna get kind of weird. <laughs> uh, so he masturbates, and that's what all the drops of the are all the the gods. So like the gods are all connected, like they're kind of like brothers and sisters and husbands and wives and everything. And that's like the Egyptian creation story. So like, I don't know where they got how each God was like a different head or a different, you know, animal part. I don't know where all that, that came from, but it's just interesting to me, the whole Egyptian, I love the Egyptian pantheon and, uh, 
all the different gods and things like that from that. But I don't, I don't know, like, if that's what they're seeing or if that's just what maybe they didn't understand what they were seeing. So that's just how they wrote it down, like it's, like it's a metaphor. Right. Right, exactly, and and that's the conversation. It, it seems to me, you know, like I said, I, I hate to go all ancient aliens, but you know, like like because they had the ability to draw people's faces, right? Like they had like full on three D, you know, carvings of people's real faces and those those beautiful funerary masks in gold. Like it, it's it stands to reason if they were trying to draw people, they would have drawn people, right? And so there's something to mm-hmm. that. You know, there's something there, whether that's some sort of ritual thing or whether that's a, I don't know. I don't know. But it, it is fascinating to me. I, I, and you're right. Have you seen Stargate SG-1, by the way? I'm starting to watch that. And it has a bunch of that ancient Egyptian stuff in it. It's crazy. Uh, I've seen the movie a long time ago, but I've never, I haven't watched the shows. Gotcha. But yeah, I love that they have the Egyptian, they have kind of Egyptian theme stuff in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Apophis and all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. Crazy. All right. Uh, cool. Cool. Uh, anything else? Well, we got you on fantastic call as always, my friend. Uh, no, I'm going to go. Thank you, Mike. You're the best. Thanks, Matt. Matt in California. Thanks for listening to you too, my man. Have a great night. Uh, simple as that. You guys want to be part of the show? 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Where does this head? Biologists just got closer to the DNA secrets that stop species from interbreeding. We got Kelly here. And uh, Kelly, whenever you're ready, my friend, hop on here. We're still taking your phone calls, guys. We've got lots of time. That's why we do the third hour to kind of break it up so we don't have the radio uh, weirdness with cutting people off and stuff, making you wait for breaks and all the rest of this. So uh, thank you, Matt, for being patient as we jam that break in there so I could take the dog out. And uh, we're still taking your calls, talking about this stuff and considering all the possibilities because why the hell not? Right? Why not? If nobody's going to consider the possibilities, we may. We may as well, right? Yeah, great call. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, really troubling topics as Elizabeth. And, and I'm kind of with you. I'm kind of with you. The, the more you kind of think about this, the more it turns into whatever the hell's going on. One quick comment from Robert. He says, the last time these, hybrids, uh, these hybrid humans were created, God flooded the earth, supposedly. Thank you for the comment. Kelly, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Going on there. Ah, doing weird stuff, man, like we do. You know you know us. <laughs> yeah, interesting topic. Uh, uh, always good uh, uh, things like that from uh, the Night Stalker. Yeah, right? He's, uh, he's the guy who shared uh, this show and the, the show on Monday. He's, uh, he's on fire lately, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I, I kind of take it different from what people are so afraid of i don't understand uh for me again you know like i i read and i research a lot of the ancient stuff but before that i want to get into like dna okay so what's uh people i don't know if people i mean they might have read it you know through you know uh science and all that stuff through school but they talk about not only animals you know the ones that are close dna to humans you know which obviously are like a lot of the monkey uh uh, the monkeys out there are gorillas, you know, uh, chimpanzees, orangutans, gorillas, stuff like that. But you also have like, uh, it's like a meerkat or even cows, cows, you know, not only DNA, but also genomes. Cause the cow is actually a lot of, uh, you know, close genome to the humans. Not only that, besides that is, uh, is plants, plants that have, uh, shared genes or even some type of, um, which is called, a with plants, it's more of like it's called uh, EYA genes, right? They're uh, 
there is the DNA coding is a little different, but it's more similar to where it's uh, it's labeled as a, a EYA, EYA uh, gene, and they produce a protein which actually you know is for like for humans it you know it's, it uh, it uh, creates help it help creates like major organs you know kidneys livers and stuff like that, but yeah so everything on this planet is actually very close you know you can you know you could say that it's that uh you know we all from the we're all animals from this planet so why wouldn't we be so close you know as you, even if you want to go biblical or if you want to go with like the ancient astronaut theory you know which is you know they had to take something from this planet you know to help jumpstart like the human species but uh, with that said, you know, the, the blockers, maybe the blockers weren't put in by a so-called God, right? Maybe it was, maybe those things were introduced with like the Anunnaki story where these people came in. Because it, the reason why I say that is because you look at the ancient, uh, you look at ancient texts, you look at ancient drawings and statues, and these things are thousands and thousands of years old. And they have these chimeras, you know, these half animal, half uh, what look like to be human, you know, because even if you go with the biblical thing, like with Genesis, when they say, where it says God, uh, you know, to create image, create human in our image, right? So if you, if you go with that, with the, uh, w w you know, with that type of uh, a theory, right, you look at, again, I look at all this stuff, maybe these creatures were already created before they came here to, to this planet. And the reason why I say that is because if you look at some of the oldest religion, which is Zoroastrian, but it comes out of uh, Iran, you know what I mean? That was a, that's the area of Persia. But if you look at some of those, zero, their, their god, uh, Ahudo Mazda, he's shown, his upper body is shown like he's coming out of a winged disc, right? But then you have statues of him where, the statues of him where he has an upper body of a, of a man, but his lower half is like a cow, it's got hooves, but it's got, it's a winged hoof, you know, it's a winged body. It's got wings and shit on it as well, you know, and then you can go all down to the, you know, the Parthenon of, uh, you know, all the ancient stuff of Egypt. But again, with like even taught, like these gods with these bird heads and stuff, they weren't actually from Egypt, you know. Uh, for example, you know, Toth was supposedly from, um, I can't remember that, uh, the land that they could never find, you know, supposed to be within rings. Um, uh, anyway, uh, he's not from Egypt. He's from, you know, a, an earlier time. And Zeptepi was the earliest time, as time before Egypt. And all these gods that came, you know, which was, you know, Osiris and like uh, Toth, there were some of these other gods. They were, you know, they had the birds' heads and stuff. Who's to say that the reason why they put those blockers on is because, you know, maybe that, uh, that type of interbreeding or DNA mixing actually, you know, would strengthen or even, you know, uh, it, and enhance our ability, not as much as human, but as, a, as an animal, you know, you have a side of a, you know, of, a, of an eagle strength of a gorilla or a, or a, or an elephant, you know, or hearing of a dog or, you know, stuff like that you can see in the dark. Or even be able to have the ability to fly, you know, maybe that's, that's the, you know, that's more like a superpower per se. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so it is maybe a limiter of, of, uh, maybe, maybe like X-Men type hybrids, right? Like, like again, so if like, like I was describing earlier, if evolution was halted and basically they say that genetic mutation is what presses the species forward. But if you remove that blocker, then we have all kinds of things happening at a super fast pace because of interbreeding of species, like you said. And so wh- imagine if you took like a human and just took all the best things from all the animals out there and put them into whatever form, like the minotaur, right? Or something like this. Super big, super strong, super smart, has the best sense of smell, the best eyesight. Maybe it could pop some wings and fly. Maybe something like that, right? Like we're talking about literal superheroes here, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, not only, yeah, it's, you could do that or you could, be, you know, actually even use it as, you know, of, of course, our military would be like, you know, try to do some like a, a super soldier or a super creature that's hard to kill. You know what I mean? They could send in there. But who knows that you can even train something like that. But, you know, for one, it, it's not only for me, too. I look at it as these creatures may have been, you know, because you don't really find any bones. You know, no, really, no one really has except for once you hear a story of the, you know, the Serapium over in Egypt where those giant sarcophagus were, and they said they found, you know, they thought it was the, uh, the Apis bull, but when in one, only in one, you know, there's theory or, you know, old stories passed on that they was not only an Apis bull, but different animal bones inside there. Who's just to say that, you know, that they did collect these bones and then, you know, they put it together or it was mummified and that, you know, they're saying that, oh, yeah, we just found some bones. But in actuality, maybe they did find, uh, you know, some of these chimeras. Um, because no one's going to really even talk about that. You know, you've heard, like, these giant bones, too, as well. You know, the giants throughout history and through all biblical and anything that's, you know, that's that talked about throughout, you know, history, they talk about these giants, you know. it's it's For me, you know, like, say, those big like I said, Zoroastrian, you know, there, you know, there was representations, you know, even in Egypt, because their gods are even have purple, blue skin, green skin, you know, who knows that these people didn't really look like this. They're not, I don't know why people get stuck on the whole human thing where, you know, it's a bad thing. Maybe this thing was already from, it just made me, you know, the human mind can't really wrap around what is actually, you know, what, what we, we consider as, you know, because we never probably we never even seen some shit like that. People think it's just mystery or you know some fake stuff or uh, you know people that have high imagination drew some shit like that or no the, these all these things were meanings to these people you know they just didn't put that shit up there just for symbolism you know some of that stuff was how do we know that it's not real you know where it was a creation and I'm not and I'm not the type of person for the god whole thing like that so I don't say that it's uh you know. Like the spirit part, you know, for me, everything dies. It's all energy, right? Because it's just energy never dies. It just transforms, you know. But I'll give you an example, like for a Zoroastrian, just real quick. It's just like for Zoroastrian, there is a, um, there's some sources, which is actually Zoroastrian is, you know, one of the oldest religions on the planet Earth, right? Again, that's from, uh, uh, from you know, uh, Iran, which is Persia. But they have um, some some uh sources that they have which is actually they talk about these five races of half human and half monstrous um uh uh beast or whatever or, or creatures you know and, and some of the tales were called it's called the assyrian tree and if you go by you know anything like biblical and stuff like the assyrians they were giants but 
the anyway the the sources were the Assyrian tree, primal creation, the um, memorial of uh, Jamasp, and the new Persian epic of uh, Shahim, which you know again they talk about these five you know half human half uh, monstrous beings. So yeah, I mean these things have been you know like again like I said they just they've been talked about throughout history. So why or even talk drawn. And stuff like that, you know. I don't under. For me, I just think it's that way. Maybe that it's the ability to do stuff, or you know what I mean. Maybe you need this half animal. You need to think like a human, but you need a super strength as an, you know, as some uh, enormous, you know, half monster body. You know, like a, you know, like to pulling stuff or like giant, you know, giant blocks of like uh, Belbeck Lebanon. You know what I mean? Maybe it was like that animal of Zeroshering. You know, like a Hudo Mazda where he's half. Like, it looks like a giant, humongous, like a hoofed animal, you know, and, you know, with wings. Yeah, well, and, and I, th I think that's the part of it, too. Like, like we were saying, it is, if you can, if you can draw a person, right, like, ba just back to that, well, why are you drawing a person with wings, right? Like, is it, is it literally <laughs> just like the, our, the things that happen in our dreams and their representations of those, or, right? Like I don't know, like like I'm I'm split in between that whole ancient astronaut bit and the the things you're describing there. Like like maybe these things existed. Maybe at some point there was something to this, and that, that's all I'm trying to say here. Like I don't know, uh, what, what's the what's the joke? I lost the joke now. Uh, the the uh, elef elefino. <laughs> Did you catch that Elef joke? <laughs> yeah. Um. So for me, like uh, I don't know. So that's what I'm saying. Like I've always talked about, you know. What what do you what do people really think of what aliens look like you know or species and not only that but what about the animals that are on their planet you know again you know people need to get out of the human Earth type thing of what you know everything around the whole universe is like you know so again you know who knows what these animals or creatures maybe they were from their planet and they helped. You know, and then, you know, they had long lives or, you know, maybe that's why you didn't find any bones or maybe that, you know, these were half chimeras, you know, like these humans with be able to fly and have, you know, superhuman or super strength. I wouldn't say superhuman strength, but super strength, you know, the ability to, you know, rip a man apart or, you know, just being giants. So maybe this is what, you know, that these scary biblical things that talk about the reason why they you know, destroyed man because they were, but I don't think it was man. It was, had to have been somebody else. Because if you go to the ancient times, how in the hell we know what DNA was or even to mix the shit, you know what I mean? To create these animals or, or creatures. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and that's why there's a lot to this, right? So, so there's, there's maybe ancient implications here, but what about modern implications? So, so, so you're, you're wondering why people are freaked out about this. Well, like I said, wouldn't you shit your pants? I certainly would if there was a. You just saw like a centaur walking down the street. I, I'd be like, "Oh my god, get me out of here!" Right? Like if that, if that wouldn't cause like a visceral, any visceral reaction in you, I'm not sure what would. Right? You're you're, you're a greater man than I, my friend. <laughs> I would totally shit my pants. Oh yeah, that would be actually what these people are calling non-binary nowadays. It ain't this. I'm not male or female. Maybe they're not just whatever. You know. Now that's real uh, true. Uh, I would call it true. Saint a meaning of uh, non-binary something that you know people again. You know, 
I don't know how I would feel. Like I said, though, you know, how do you, how would people feel, you know, not that thinking that every alien out there looks like a great, you know, or what else, you know, like reptilianoid? Has anybody really even seen one? You know what I mean? Like, actually, you know, let's get, you know, because you get some film out there that's actually have some pretty crazy features of these, you know, that look like a human, but then in, a, in the dark or the shadow, they change something, you know, their facial structure, like, you know, there was one that was, I guess it was, who was it? Uh, it was a president or something, I think. And, and anyway, one of the security guards, the light went down. And, you know, his his facial, and he was like, he was security, but his facial structures looked like it was changing form, didn't have ears. His, you know, his head looked like, it, you know, he was a bald-headed man, but, you know, maybe he was something else, you know. But, yeah, that's a pretty interesting thing that I kind of wanted to throw in there, is that maybe that these things had been around, you know, and. Yeah, you know, the whole implication of them being able to do that, I just see it as more of a military thing. They're not going to come out with that with, uh, you know, they're they're just letting us know that they have the science for it. So now what do you do with it? You know, what do these, these mental crazy-ass scientists want to do with some shit like that? Do you want to open up that Pandora's gate or do you want to, you know? And then people would actually call that, you know, we're playing God or whatnot, but, you know. I, again, I don't think it was uh, uh, what people think a god is. I think it was something else, that it was a different species. Right, that, that actually goes way back, right? So, so, so basically we're talking about maybe rediscovering these things. So, so do you think that they, they were actually like running whatever was going on? Like I said, we didn't know what DNA was back then, but somehow this barrier was broken down enough to where maybe these hybrid creatures existed. Why do you think that is? Like I said, maybe there was like a, some sort of ritual uh, worldwide incantation that stopped, that disallowed this from happening, right? Something like this? Yeah, I mean, maybe they were special creatures. I mean, who knows? Because, you know, they weren't in mass production. You know what I mean? You never hear about, like, armies of these. And only in giants. Never in like these weird chimeras. It was like one or two Z's, you know, like Medusa. They had to go in there and kill it. You yeah. know, they had a minute. They had to go in and kill it. You know, it wasn't like armies of this shit. You know, that's what I'm saying. Maybe these creatures are not from this planet that they were brought here. You know, okay. and they were, you know, that, you know, of course you have, you know, most, you know, and that's what kind of they say, you know, I've ran across where some scientists say that, you know, it's kind of weird that. Why is all animals, you know, or that's, you know, depicted or even, you know, talked about where people say, you know, they were abducted, but they're all bipedal. You know, they got two arms and two legs. Why not have eight arms and 12 legs and look like a fucking insect? Right. You know, like uh, yeah. Shiva. <laughs> yeah. Blue you know? skin and six <laughs> arms. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the crazy part, too. You look at ancient India and like all their gods. And that's what I'm saying. So. You know, that's the whole ancient alien thing, too, with, like, if you look if you look back in past, you know, back then, in the old days, these creatures were seen. They were, like, gods to them. You know, they were, you know, they were half snake, like you said, like Shiva, and, you know, it, it's, it's not like, and, and these people, they're gods, their type of gods, or even, like, these blue skin, or, you know, people, they look like a human, but they got, like, multiple arms, or, you know, but they're shown, you know, they were flying in these vimanas and had wars in the skies and shit against their enemies, and that's what I'm saying. It's, can't always, you know, can't always think as the human, you know. Put, you got to put a, put that in the in the drawer, you know, and, and and drink that maybe juice, and you know, come up with something else besides of the fact that you know that it's it's an abomination. Maybe it's 
it's just a creature, you know. It's just a creature that was either created or, you know, that maybe these things are from a different planet and brought here that we just don't know what the hell, to, you know, we just freak out about it. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, though, like I said, at some point, I mean, so so we can take it and say like a hybrid, all right, and say, okay, this, you know, this, sure, fine, maybe we could get over that. Let's, again, let's just go back to the idea of the centaur, because everybody knows what it is, right? You got the, 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 the horse with the torso of a person, all right? However, what happens when these hybrids become, right, we're talking about CERN now in the chat, uh, is... Imagine like the old ones. We've talked about the great old ones and things like this. Like maybe, maybe when the hybrids become so monstrous that they're, uh, well, I don't know. Like what would you say? Like horrific. I mean, surely, surely you think that there's a there's a limit to this that maybe should be, uh, maybe stopped, squelched. I don't know. Like like I don't know. I think that's the thing. I think that's the terrifying part to me anyway. Is that you kind of think of it in terms of creatures. That's fine. However, uh, when, when you, how far does it go, right? So like, okay, you can make them bigger, better, faster, stronger. You can add wings. We could add all the things like we were talking about when you said the superheroes and that type of thing, right? Sort of that evolutionary mix of these things. But then, right, what happens when it becomes so monstrous, right? Uh, is, is there a limit there? I, I guess really that's, in my mind, that's where this goes is, is there a moment where you're like, whoa, hold on, guys. This is just too far. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, you would also have to think about that, too. And I'm pretty sure that these other people or these other, you know, species that came here and brought these other animals here, they, you know, it, like I said, if they, if they are chimeras and they're half animal and, say, half type of, let's say, human or their species, right, of course they got to have a limit. And the reason for that is because you don't know the total ability of something like that, right? Could they overtake and overthrow a whole, whole planet? Kind of like aliens, you know, that they were more of a bug species, but they, you know, their whole function was just to reproduce and, you know, destroy everything else that they find or kill anything that, you know, that's a threat to them, you know, that, you know, because if that's the case, then, you know, yes, there, of course, you got to have limits if you're creating these things, but yet, that's what I'm saying. I, I, that's what I think there were, you know, there was only a few of them because, again, they're, all, they're only talked about, like, onesies and twosies, you know, like, here and there. You know, there wasn't, like I said, there wasn't, like, a mass army of these things. You never hear that in ancient histories, you know. And, like, the only ones, like I said, would be the giants, you know, these giant uh, human-like, you know, uh, giants, you know, 20, 30, 40 feet tall. That's how tall... If you go by, like, the Moses thing, you know, and they talk about, you know, when they sent his, his spies out into the, when they were roaming the desert for 40 years, you know, and the spies came back and they said, oh, this land is very fruitful, has, you know, this fruit here, this food here. But yet there's giants and we look like grasshoppers to them in their sight. That's a pretty fucking big, big human, you know. So that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, yeah, there would have to be a limit, you know, I mean, or what you, what, Maybe it, it even the cosmos won't allow certain species to interbreed, no matter what, because you know there's some DNA that just don't even co you know they don't even they don't even you know co match or anything like that. And and the and the and the fact for that too though you don't ever hear an animal. Well, you have bestiality, but you don't have you know them. Their DNA just don't 
won't ever mix like that, you know, that these things would have to be made in a Petri dish. You know, they're made somehow. They're not, you know, especially if it looks like half human and half animal. But, like, if you have animal, animal, that's a different story. So, again, you know, yeah, maybe unblocking that, there is going to be some consequences of what you're doing. And, again, that's the problem with humans, though. You know, they always want something different and weird and better or stranger or something that's more aggressive, you know, with the military or, you know, something that would protect them. But again, if if you're going into outer space and different planets, you're going to have to have some kind of protection with you, not just only uh, a weapon, maybe something of an animal species like what those people brought with their here to here to Earth, you know? Ah, I see. I see. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Again, a lot to it, right? Like, like repercussions for the future and also like uh, some, some disturbing looks into the past, I think. Uh, it's bringing, it's weird, right? Like, like the more science kind of digs into things, the more we're kind of looking at some full circles, I believe. And uh, unfortunately, well, I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. I don't know. I, like, I hate to be the negative guy here, but, but you know what I mean. Like, uh, I, I would be um, at least uh, at least a little miffed if I saw some, you know, like actual hybrid creatures. I'm not sure if you saw that video that Night Stalker sent about the the baby, like the baby chick with the the wings or whatever that looked like a like a real baby. Did you see that? It's, it's like an ad no. from Netflix. Yeah, I didn't see that one. No. Yeah, so the, it, it's just short. It's like two minutes. It's it's in the links there. And so there's like this this woman pushing around this baby carriage, and in the baby carriage they have this baby, but the baby's like kind of like professionally done up to look like a hybrid bird, and so the the baby has like wings and like you know kind of like a like a beak thing and like some feathers on his head and uh well right just kind of in public and they've got they've got the cameras on people going like oh shit right you start to see like the reactions of people staring at this thing going whoa like can i get closer can i look right like people don't know how to react anyway i thought it was pretty funny <laughs> yeah you know what now you said that though there if if you pay attention i don't know if any if anybody else follows like the the, you know, down in the the in the in the Hindu religion, or even India, you know, let's let's go with India, right? I'll, it doesn't matter the religion, but like, I don't know why there is a lot of weird, and it looks like chimeras where these things are born, whether it be more animal and they look human. You know what I mean? There was like these goats that got like a man's face, or a fish that looks got like a man's face, or a uh, a baby that comes out, it's got tails, or you know, and, and it's weird because, like, I look at that whole area and you talk about, you know, these ancient, let's go back to the ancient, like the Mahabharata, where they talk about, you know, their god fighting their enemies in the in these flying vimanas and destroying each other. And they were using nuclear weapons. That's more, that's what it has to be. Or even in the Sumerian, where they talk about the, uh, the weapons of terror and they used, they were like more or less nuclear weapons because they talk about this cloud that came in and, you know, killed everything else off. But through India, with all those, with their stories and, you know, their incredible stories about their gods, but you see if it was nuclear waste or, you know, from bombs and stuff that were ancient bombs that were let loose, that area or that continent has a lot of weird... I'm not going to... I don't want to, you know, sound disrespectful, but they have... A lot of different weird chimeras or creatures being born there on that on, on in that country, and I swear to you, I mean it's 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 a lot. It's not just like here and there. 
it, it's happened a lot. And, and I find that pretty interesting. Yeah, I agree. That was my dog chirping here. That, that wasn't me turning into a hybrid, by the way. <laughs> my dog chirping. She's like, let me out of here. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, and, and again, I, so I think you're right. I think we're, we agree on this is there's got to be universal limits. There's got, there's like a whole lot here that, uh, right. Like you, again, it's, it's so crazy. You can think about this exact thing we're talking about and think about it a thousand years into the future and the results could be terrifying. But then again, like, like we've been talking about, you could also take the exact same thing and take it, you know, 10,000 years back or 100,000 years back and suggest that maybe this stuff has been happening anyway. So maybe it's not as alien as we is we're led to believe. It's just uh, maybe maybe this whole uh, re reacclimating us to this hybrid idea. Right. I think I think maybe that's where we're at. And, and again, you think you think aliens are weird, right? Like little green men, like you said. Wait, wait till, wait till you get the first like weird ass hybrid, like that little baby bird or whatever in the carriage, like, like sh- shit's going to blow up, man. Like the, the world is going to become, we think it's strange now. <laughs> I think we're just beginning, man. Yeah, man. I mean, that's, I mean, who knows how long with uh, these things could even uh, live, you know what I mean? Or even they can, you know, get them into mature to a certain age or even how long would they would, you know, even their life, their lifespan, you know, if that's the case. But, you know, there's that old saying, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. You know, history repeats itself. So, you know, who, I just hope, you know, you can only say, you can say hope, you know, that, they, that, that these people have got a limit to themselves to where they're not going to create something that can actually take over this planet. You know what I mean? Like I said, like the, the movie Aliens, you know, where, those things that look like a, a bug type thing, and you know, again, they all they do, you know, they wrap around your throat, lay an egg, and burst out your chest. You, know? <laughs> you don't want no shit like that. No, no, let's not do that. Can we not do that, <laughs> Kelly? Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, my man. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just saying, well, again, it's just there's nothing new under the sun. Let's just. You know, I, I don't think not every ant creature can be, uh, you know, uh, manipulated in that way or crossbred, you know, but I'm pretty sure they're going to try. You know what I mean? I just, uh, again, I just don't want no no weird alien type shit going on. <laughs> I'm with you. Don't, don't be busting aliens out of our stomach, please. Uh, let's not do that. I, I'm uh, crossing my fingers for that. And I again, that's that's the, again, right, like I said, portals, Lovecraft, like who knows where this leads and i think i think you're right at some point there's gonna got to be a universal limit and let's hope it exists before we get to like creating you know cthulhu or something <laughs> right because that's where this leads man that's where this leads like like a super think about it so it's like not just like this bizarro like uh hybrid super monstrous like really difficult to kill but then it's like somehow locked into the singularity ai right like we, we have we have this weird weird convergence of things happening all at the same time and i think that's what makes uh makes a troubled mind doesn't it <laughs> yeah man that'd be that'd be that's touching on some dangerous ground there, you know, because, again, I was just thinking while you were talking that for a second was just like, what if, you know, what if they have, uh, what if it enhances their mental capability where they can, you know, like, read minds and lift shit up and, you know, with, you know, just their mind, 
not only the fact of what they want to eat or whatever, but man, that's, that's a, you know, that is a dangerous ground to be walking on. Because, yeah. you know, it's the government, you know what I mean? Or even, you know, some crazy ass scientists and there's crazy ass scientists been throughout, you know, throughout history. So people want to, want to do some shit. They probably shouldn't be touching. Exactly right. Exactly right. And that's why, that's why we're, we like to think in terms of uh, maybe the larger scope, the largest scope. Hal says in, in the chat, tr- at Troubled Minds, who determines the universal limit? And that's, that's a good question. I think that's, a, that's a, a, what do you call it, Godhead stuff. That's creator level stuff, right? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know there is an answer to that. But uh, you know how we find it? We, we push the limits, don't we? That's how we find it. <laughs> For me, though, for the universal limit, if there is something to the fact of, uh, you know, you, you guys heard the stories where, you know, there's uh, like five races out there and, you know, they're, um, they come together as a mutual, as a, a mutual respect, you know, they're not, um, I can't remember the name that they use, but, you know, like, because, uh, you know, they have to have some kind of universal laws. People that are jumping around in space and stuff doing that. I'm pretty sure not everything out there is following all the rules. But at the same time, you know, there's got to be some kind of senses going on. That's higher thinking than what humans can because they just want to touch shit that they ain't even supposed to, you know. It's blinking red. Let's touch it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And worse, worse than that even. <laughs> Do not press this button. Oh, yeah. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Always great shit, my friend. Anything else while we got you on, my man? No, my brother. That was it. I just wanted to kind of throw some uh, wrenches and stuff, too, like I always do. So Perfect. And Perfect. Sorry, go ahead. You cut out? I just said uh, have a good evening. Man. Good night. Thanks a lot, my man. You too. That's Kelly in Colorado. Appreciate it, my friend. Great stuff as always. Uh, there you go. If you, we're, we got a little bit of time for you. If you guys want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's Kelly in Colorado, longtime friend of the show. Been calling. I think he was the first caller to, way back in the day, way back in the day. Uh, I think he was the first guy to call into the show. So there you go. We got uh, Kelly. Great stuff as always. And look, right, we, we go from like human hybrids to maybe the ancient Egyptians to what? Cthulhu. <laughs> super, super uh, the singularity uh, tied into Cthulhu right I don't know like I think that's the type of stuff that you got to consider right you got to really really uh, think about uh, the world in terms of maybe greater things and universal concepts and that's that's what we're here doing uh, there you go uh, Emin what's up uh, Emin the spook says uh, Tower of Babel pushed the limits and God interfered and that's a good one that's actually a good one is that what this is about and uh, that's what uh, that's what's going on I think that's a uh, that's the deal yeah yeah I'm good I feel great Penny thank you I literally just I, I ate a bit of bad chicken and well you, you know what happens when you do that uh, I feel great today thank you uh, all right so let's uh, we're just uh, kicking it hanging out that's we got time for you if you guys want to be part of the show 702-957-1037 troubledminds.org click the discord link the discord link is working again like i said just let me know guys if it doesn't work and i'll just uh replace it because it it'll only let so many clicks and then it expires so there we go all right so uh let's do it let's go to uh let's let's finish this sucker up with uh our good buddy jay in new york let's do the jaytro good old jaytro what's up jay Whenever you're ready, my friend, I know you're on a little bit of a delay because that's the way these streams work, but uh, whenever you're ready, there we go. See, you always know when they bump out because uh, they heard me. Welcome to show, Jay. Jay in New York. How are you, my friend? Let's try that again. Mike? 
Hello, sir. Good evening. How are you? Oh, I was having a technical delay there. That's okay. Uh, that, that's okay. It happens to the best. Um, What's up, my man? How are you? Great. Um, I'm glad you're better. Um, Thank you. Yeah, on with the goings on of today. Um, yeah, playing with God. I mean, what was going on there in the end with the, you know, God intervening and stuff. That's where I lost you. Cut back up. It just are we there now? Is that what we're doing? Or like, you know, 10 years from now, God's going to come down and be like, all right, humans, you guys are being kind of stupid here. Cut it out. And here's a flood or a whatever. <laughs> you know, we start. Well, I mean, you know, we're playing games with all kinds of stuff right now. You know, why would you want to interbreed species? Is the, who's paying for it? And why is the question I'd like to know. Like, why do you want to gain up on that? It. What's your end purpose? Like, you know, Kelly was saying with the military, you're going to end up with a Xeno thing from aliens. That's it, not. I don't want that. Well, absolutely, I don't want that either. But you know, what's the? I don't know. The purpose in it is what I'm really curious as to about, and I don't think that it's a good idea at all. You know, and. It's crazy to think that, you know, maybe it's been going on forever. We're just repeating a great big, huge circle right at the beginning of it. You know, you're going to start seeing minotaurs walking around the streets asking for your vaccine card. <laughs> like from the Princess Bride, the Brute Squad. It's comprised of min minotaurs and centaurs, <laughs> but not with bows and arrows. They've got AR-15s. <laughs> exactly. Digital scanners for your license and everything else. That you know? needs to be a movie. That totally needs to be a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. one of these conversations streams a good book or a good movie for somebody that listens to the show so they can make it rich. Oh my goodness. There's, we got, we got tons and tons and tons of that. Uh, I, I've actually got a, a, an old concept for, uh, for a, a novel I wanted to write, but instead I'm doing this. So I've, I just had the idea. I was talking to my brother about this not too long ago. And I was like, wait a minute, why don't I do that idea as an audio book instead or like a like an audio drama? That would be much less work than writing an entire novel. But it's very much based on a lot of the stuff. It, this this these conversations has filled in a lot of the details is my point. But uh, I always kind of had an idea, right? I can tell you where it starts if you want, but we will save that for another time. But but yeah, I mean, th this is where we're at. Uh, how how far do you push it? Like Kelly was describing, do you think there is a universal limit to this? Or, or are we going to, like, hybridize everything and create Cthulhu all over again? Well, then we're going to be doing it forever because, I mean, like, even, like, the simplest things that we've done already, you know, grain is genetically modified, corn is genetically modified, rice, blah, blah, blah. You know, for, you know they, were, they were taking horses and mules and making them into donkeys, but with, or, I'm sorry, donkeys and horses and making them into mules. Well, mules are... I don't know how to, what is it? They're not asexual. They're, they're sterile. Sterile. Yes. Yeah. We were, we were looking for that earlier. I couldn't, that's what I was looking at. Yeah. Thank you for correcting us on that. But yes, it's the same way with the genetically modified food that you buy, you know, the seeds and the plants and stuff that you buy that are already grown from Agway or, you know, whatever your little farm store is there. If you take those seeds of those tomatoes or whatever, and you dry them out the way that you're supposed to and, you know, back of the farmer's almanac and 
put them away for the winter and the freezer or whatever you got to do to get them to crack to grow them the next year. The genetically modified ones are designed so they will not grow because they want you buying the seeds next year. Right. You know, a soybean farmer, you know, look at a soybean farmer. If a soybean farmer could take a half an acre of his land every year and just dry the seeds out and do it again, there'd be no reason to buy them off of, I can't remember what the company's name is that's all, you know, major provider of soybeans. I don't catch the farm report as much as I do used to, but you know, we've already been playing those games. Now we want to make, you know, the little owl baby so we can push it around to get likes on our YouTube page because like, you don't have a real skill. You know, I mean, what, I mean, what would that, I still can't think of any purpose to want to do something unless you were doing it for malicious intention, you know, but forever. I mean, that's how the gene that, you know, Bezos is going to come up with in his little lab there. Oh, you can do it, but you got to be in an owl baby to live forever. Yeah, it's interesting how how those two topics kind of line up with each other, don't they? Secret labs underground, uh, immortality, and well, hybrids. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the maybe that's the trick, right? Like uh, to to uh, think about that. What do they have? Like there, some turtles live to be what two hundred years old or two hundred fifty years old, right? Maybe maybe that's maybe the hybrid. way old. Yeah, yeah. We were going to make a joke when we got married. We were going to get a tortoise, the first wife and I. Or just so we could curse the entire family because they had a lifespan of 175 <laughs> to 250 years. Right, exactly. Ah, you want the inheritance, you're going to have to take care of the turtles. <laughs> uh-huh. There it is, right? So that's what yeah. I mean. Maybe that's the question here. Maybe, maybe the two things are linked together where we have not just the hybridization, but it's built into that uh, maybe immortality. Is uh, Maybe you need the, 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 the tortoise DNA. And right again, so you make the, so I guess we're talking about back to the super soldier conversation, that same sort of thing, right? Once, uh, once you start hybridizing things and, uh, again, right, that we've talked about, like they're, they're, um, going to be give, testing pills on, uh, soldiers to, to delay their aging. It's like, wait, what? Like <laughs> I, I said, well, how could this go wrong? Right. It's, it's one of those again. It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to, well, you're going to make a compromise for every, but. There's a balance, you know what I mean? Yeah. The universal limit that we were bringing up earlier. There's a balance. Yeah, we can probably give, I don't know, all these soldiers in World War II a bunch of meth, and they can probably fight forever. But the thing is, is when they were done, they were absolutely addicted to meth, and they probably died young because what it did to their heart and their lungs and their kidneys and everything, their noggin, you know, I mean, there's compromise. I mean... You know, how long is the owl baby going to live? You know, how long is the tortoise kid? That would be the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That would be kind of cool to have those guys running around. Yes, it would. <laughs> yes, it would. The tortoise. I mean, if you, what do you get if you mix a tortoise and Jeff Bezos? That's right. A Bond villain Ninja Turtle. That's what you get. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the world is a weird place, is it not? <laughs> it is. Maybe that's all part of the Great Reset, too. You know, it's like, hey, look, we've been playing these games. You know, our bodies get cancer now, which probably is kind of like like a real thing. It shouldn't happen. But for whatever reason, it does. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Maybe we're, maybe we're, you know, maybe we're there. We just get to discover it and have a couple of laughs over a beer or two, you know, 
and hey, wait a minute, we just figured out what was going on. Great, you know, well, you know, it's going to take forever. I don't think it'll, you know, the first ACDL baby, they're not going to be flying in the sky, invading us or whatever, make their own country. Yeah, it's not going to happen that fast. Yeah, it doesn't. Well, you can't you can't make it happen that fast because then we have a different problem, right? You got to boil that frog slow, and that's what we're always talking about. Crazy, crazy stuff. Uh, any thoughts on like the uh, maybe the ancients, uh, maybe say Atlantis or any of the rest of this? Excuse me, having access to this technology, something like that, and maybe it's it is coming full full circle, or do you think that's just uh, us maybe uh, taking this a step too far? No, I, I I really think that's spot on. Actually, you know. I don't really discount the fact that, you know, a hundred thousand years ago, you know, people were running around with cell phones, you know, it's highly possible. And then, you know, any impulse from the sun or a war or someone that decides to build the eight people that, you know, beat her ass, you know, it just, I think we're in like a big circle. And I think we're, we're coming back around. And I think it definitely, you know, like you were saying, I don't know, couple callers ago about how elaborate the artwork and the you know carvings and stuff like that in ancient there they didn't need to make a dog head on it because they could make it an elaborate people head right they, they could they can make it look need, like you make it look like me yes right you know why'd you put wings on it you know what was really in the basement of the pyramid is that what Jeff Bezos is going to build on top of his lab when he finally figures it out? You know, a great big, huge pyramid to hide his stuff. You know, no one's ever been in the basement of the pyramids. <laughs> you can barely get in the pyramids. Uh, I got <laughs> an know? idea. There's a, in the basement of the Jeff Bezos immortality lab, there's a portal that goes to the basement of the pyramid. Why the hell not, right? We do live in the upside down. Why the hell not? <laughs> the, Im- the immortality ritual has to happen beneath the Great Pyramid at Giza. <laughs> you, you, you want to get to the Stargate under Giza, you have to go to Jeff Bezos <laughs> and take the little whatever, blue pill, red pill, whichever one he decides. Up in the little tram down the, 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 the tunnel way. Yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk, boring company there. Right, exactly. exactly. Tesla car in it. Yeah, now we're, now we're just being silly, but I mean, we've been silly for half the time anyway, because uh, the hell if I know. <laughs> right. Wait, is that, wait, is, uh, what is it? I can't remember the joke. Anymore. Hell if I know. The hell if I know. The el- the, when you mix an elephant and a rhino, you get the hell if I know. The hell if I know. See, there it is. There it goes. We're, we're bringing it back. We're bringing back the dad joke. Great stuff, Ronald. That's the still a comment of the night. It's hard to beat that one. But okay, yeah, so uh, so anything on this while we got you on here, Jay, as, uh, as we wrap this up and finish this MFR? No, it's great. Luna's got to go. Nah, she's good. Um, We're okay. No problem. But yeah, no problem. Really, I don't know. A great conversation is to let your mind wander around. You know, I agree that you know maybe we shouldn't mess with those things. You know, that's what Matt was saying. You know, it's a bad idea and an abomination. It's just that it, it just it, it's something's going to go real bad. You know. You start playing games like that. You're playing with serious fire. You know, I can't really see the good in it. You know, it's fun to talk about and everything else like that. But, you know, it, it, another thing that scares me, though, is these are the things that are getting out and getting put into the scientific magazines. What are the things that aren't? Yeah, you know, exactly. What has DARPA been up to for 30 years? That's what I want to know. Right. Yeah. Gene splicing. There's probably owl adolescents running around right now. 
you know, when the pandemic's over and all the kids go back to school for real and everything else like that, they're going to have an owl kid or a deer kid sitting in the back. Um, you know. Amen to that. I don't know. Amen to that. We'll see. We'll see. As as uh, great great comments, guys. I appreciate you guys hanging out, doing all the things. Uh, let's do the JTRO. You ready for the JTRO? I am. All right. Give me uh, give me just a couple seconds here, and I'll play you some music, and let's uh, do this. All right. Turn it down just a smidge, and uh, music is playing right now. Go ahead, my friend. We can we cannot seek achievement for ourselves and forget about progress and prosperity for our community. Our ambitions must be broad enough to include the aspirations and needs of others for their sakes and our own. And that's uh, Cesar Chavez. Nice. Great stuff as always, Jay. Thank you so much. There's the dog chirping. See? I'm not a hybrid, I promise. That's actually a dog chirping Mm. like a bird. (laughs) Maybe she's a hybrid. As we finish, we're here with Jay. We're here with Kelly. Kelly uh, stepped out for a sec, but he's here listening. And uh, we're here with you. As I always say, as we finish this, I'm Michael Strange. This is Troubled Minds. We're here with Jay in New York. I'm me. You're you. But together, we're us. It's an important concept. And... We're done for tonight. That's the bad news. The good news is, God willing, we'll be back tomorrow, 7 p.m. Pacific, to do more Troubled Minds. And who knows what's on deck? There's all kinds of things. There's some alien news. There's other stuff. We'll take a look and see what's going on. And, yeah, what's, what is happening in the world around us? Thanks again, Jay, for hanging out. Have a great night, Mike. I'm glad you're better. Thank you. Thank you. You too as well. You guys uh, probably uh, don't want to speak for anybody, but we'll be in the outside our minds. Join the Discord if you have not. TroubledMinds.org. Click the Discord link. Come and say hi. Lots of smart people in there sharing some ideas. Conversations go all over the damn place. So if you want to be part of it, TroubledMinds.org. Click the Discord link. Thanks for hanging out. And the outro goes a little something like this. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow at 7, guys.